Hello, friends. The Morally Flexible podcast is devoid of any redeemable qualities. This show is basically a couple of drunk people doing some movie reviews, discussing topics that will make most people sick, and sharing life lessons of no educational value. Think of it as tainted domestic wisdom. This is a two to three hour podcast. If you have the attention span of a squirrel, please stop listening and unsubscribe. We also provide spoiler-filled movie reviews. If you haven't seen the movies reviewed in this episode, please stop listening and go watch them. Lastly, this show is full of explicit content. If the words shit, fuck, bitch, whore, cock, pussy, or jizz bother you, it's probably too late. You've already been triggered. Hit stop now. We at the Morally Flexible Podcast thank you and hope you enjoy the show. It's the Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. My name is Josh and I am your host. Sitting across from me, as always, is the Rick Jones to my Bruce Banner, Mr. Michael Weed. Mikhail, how are you this evening? I am fantastic, Josh. Wonderful. That's great. You're always fantastic. Super fantastic. Must be fucking nice. (laughs) I'm moody. I'm very moody this evening. Punchy Josh. Punchy Josh. Punchy Josh. All right. What are we talking about tonight? We are talking about a couple movies, of a few movies tonight, actually. I believe a couple Ryan Reynolds features. Are we doing? Fact. Are we doing a Ryan Reynolds double feature? We are doing a Ryan Reynolds double feature. We're we're celebrating his break from acting. That's right. His two month holiday break from acting. So we decided to go back and check out the uh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yes, I got it. Ooh, and uh, Free Guy. And then also in the kids' corner, we are going to do our first R-rated movie in the kids' corner, <laughs> which I'm very excited about, uh, yes. it, the Injustice animated movie. And That's right. Of course, in between all that, a bunch of fuckery. Well, you and I were sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to do next week, right? Yes. So we've run, we, we, I put a poll out on Twitter, and I also posted something on Facebook asking for the listeners to uh, give us some response on what they think we should do next week. Coming out brand new is uh, Red Notice with Ryan Reynolds, yay, Uh, Mm. The Rock and Gal Gadot. Yay, yay. And then also Clifford the Big Red Dog is coming out. So that was initially what you and I had talked about doing. Mm. Now found out that also coming out for free finally or on streaming without the premium is Mm. Shang-Chi and... Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I am torn <laughs> here. I, I, we, we need to figure something out. So I just decided, hey, fuck it. I'm going to throw a poll up and I will leave it to the listeners to decide what we're doing. I mean, we don't have to tell you the results and we could just ultimately go, yeah, we're going to fucking do this anyways. But hey, I want some input you know, mm. from everybody. So please check out our, our Twitter. It's at the Morally Facebook. It's the Morally Flexible Podcast. If you want to just email me with an idea, it's contact at Morally Flexible Podcast. Instagram, Morally underscore Flexible Podcast. 
Morley underscore flexible underscore podcast. There we, there we go. go. Got it. I didn't put anything on Instagram. That's, uh, it's that's not, right. not really a place to do a poll. I don't think so. No, I didn't think so either. And then our website, which is not worth visiting, is uh, morallyflexiblepodcast.com. Hmm. Michael, what are we drinking today? Today we are drinking Bushmills Original. Oh, what an original concept. Right. How many times have we had Bushmills Original uh, now? <laughs> At least twice. At least twice. <laughs> and we go back to it because it's a good it's it's a good drink. Yeah. It's very uh it, it's just perfectly balanced. Mm-hmm. It's not spendy. No. And it has alcohol in it, which is what we like about these things, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So I'm not going to go into any detail about what it is. Look at the fuck up. I don't really care at this point. Hey, let's do some news. Busy week. A lot of bullshit. Hmm. I tried to get through as much of it as I could and pick out the, the little nuggets and the turds there to see what uh, what works out. We got the uh, final, tr- final trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. You watched it? I did. Yes. I was a little more excited watching this one. Yes. There yeah. was a little... Uh, we had some nice touches from the first film. A little and nostalgia a little, sprinkled little in. A little nostalgia sprinkled in. Some, some dialogue from that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there was any original dialogue for this particular film in there. I think it was all Mm. clips from the first movie. Yeah. But still exciting to hear Dan Aykroyd and to hear, oh my God, Bill Murray. That's right. So I know Aykroyd is going to make an appearance. Mm -hmm. He always does. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, he showed up in the 2016 train wreck. (laughs) And so did Bill Murray, for that matter. Yeah. So you think they're going to show up in this one? Uh, yeah. 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 I do, too. Yep. They'll be there. No, it's cool. It's cool to see the, the Ghostbuster mobile. Ecto-1. Ecto-1. Yes, it was. Do you do you think Egon and Janine actually hooked up and this is their grandkid, the, the little girl in this? Because she kind of looks like both of them. Ooh. She's got the glasses, yeah. kind of the, the, the auburn curly hair yeah seems like yeah that makes sense be the offspring because yeah. you know they had a thing in the first film kind of she mm. ended up on top of lewis in the second yeah. one yeah but maybe maybe they reconnected later rekindled that flame rekindled the whole flame one thing i was excited to see is you we got to see the 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 doggies we got to see the key, the key master and the gatekeeper yeah mutts which to Says to me, we're going to see Zool again. That's right. Right? There's only Zool. There is only Zool. There is no, there is no Dana. Or Gozer. Go, we're going to see Gozer again. Oh, uh, Go, Go, yes. Gozer's the big bad. That's right. Okay, yes, no. yes. Yep. I always got those two mixed up. Understandable. I don't, I, 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 don't, I don't know why. <laughs> but there is no Dana. There is only Zool, right? <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. I uh, Anything has got to be better than the 2016 Ghostbusters. Yes. Anything. I agree. I like that, you know, you got Jason Reitman at the helm. He's taken over for his dad, mm-hmm. who, did, who did the first two. Yep. 
I think that's a good pedigree. I'm sure dad has some things to, has had some input in this <laughs> yeah. just a little bit. It sucks that uh, Harold Ramis is dead. I hate that. No, I that does. That's, that's a tragedy. I loved Egon was one of my favorite characters in the mm. first two. Do you think Winston's getting fucked out of this? No Ernie Hudson in this one? Probably. They seem, they seem to they, not. They be, were absent from yeah. <laughs> any clips there. So. You, you only saw two, two Ghostbusters. So, yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to get Aykroyd and Murray. But yeah, it's all right. Yeah. We uh, got to see a new trailer for Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Afterlife releases November 19th of this year. Oh, so should have thrown that out yeah. there in theaters only. Of course. In theaters only. Yes. Fuck. We, 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 we need to figure out when we're going to start going. When we're going to break that, break that through yeah. that fence there. That, that'll um, be, that'll be another night out of the week that you and I get to hang out. That's so right. I think that's worth it. <laughs> a little bit of booze, a little bit of, yeah, yeah, Fuck no, yeah. it'd be a good time. So circling back, Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Got a trailer for that. This is the second trailer, I think. Uh, this will be releasing November 24th. I'll get that out of the way right off the, right off the bat. <laughs> So this one, we've got all the, the the main characters in this, you know, Claire and Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine, Weskler's in it, mm-hmm. uh, and Leon Kennedy are in this one. The only one not there is Alice. <laughs> yep. This looks a little more grounded. Well, yeah. gra- I don't know if grounded is the word. It looks like it's a little more serious in tone. Yes, I'll it's, be. It's not as over. Uh, that's hmm. that's the hard. It's part. a weird, weird, weird to put that into words. I never played the game. I yeah. never did, hmm. so I don't have any frame of reference as far as what these characters are supposed to do. All I know is the Mila Jovovich movies. Yeah. and folks, we're in the same boat here. I fucking love those movies. Yeah, they are terrible. Cool. They are fucking cool. Terrible, <laughs> but they are great. Mm-hmm. And Mila puts everything she's got into those movies mm. i actually i recently I, I think earlier this year i bought the entire set nice i bought got them all on digital because i had to have them mm-hmm. and it's amazing watching the ebbs and the flows and <laughs> the, the complete continuity changes from one film to the next yes and it's the what what happened to those people i don't know but mila's <laughs> fucking shooting zombies and yep, i'm good right. i'm okay that's what it was this one looks like it's taking itself more seriously I think they're going to attempt to be more faithful to the video game. And again, I don't know what that means, but okay. Mm, okay. It's got an okay cast. Uh, yeah. Robbie Amell's in it. Uh, that's, uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Arrow. Um, oh, shit. Stephen Amell. That's his yeah. his cousin. It's not his brother. It's his cousin. Yeah. So he's in that. That's the one person I recognize. Uh, I don't recognize anybody else in there. Mm. So, yeah. I'll watch it. It's Resident yeah. Evil. A very ASMR trailer. All the bone cracking. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it was. I, I, I felt it was a little bit more on the horror side of things as opposed mm. to just we're trying, action. Yeah, we're trying to go with, the, oh, shooting zombies. Nothing really scary mm. happening here. Kind of captures the aesthetic of the first Resident Evil. Yes. That one was a genuinely, yeah. I thought, scary movie. It wasn't until later on that shit just went off fucking rails. And we'd be like, all right, here we go. How many different ways is she going to blow shit up in this one? That's right. Is it God Alice or is it <laughs> Alice with the spin kick? That's I don't right. know. It depends on, on what. What cheat code she used. Well, here's the f- fucked up part. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Paul, Paul W.S. Anderson mm-hmm. directed like what? 
four of the seven or five out of the seven mm-hmm. of those films. And even films where he directed back-to-back movies, there was still huge <laughs> continuity issues from one film to the next. I can appreciate that they just didn't address it and give they, a shit. They didn't give a fuck. Hey. He, he had work for his wife and he didn't care. That's Me, right. Which was Mila Jovovich. Mm. I think they're still married. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, no, they, they didn't give a fuck. That's right. He's like, here, here's some money. Go make a zombie film. I would much rather that than try to give some weird shitty patch back kind of, oh yeah, this is what happened. Half-assed kind of, you know, bullshit to smooth things through. I like that better. Just well, ignore it. I love the end of Retribution, which is the the penultimate film before the last one. Mm. You got all the characters lining up to work together with Wesker, Wesker, mm-hmm. however you say his name. And then you cut, we go to the final chapter mm. And everybody's dead and Wesker betrayed them and all this other stuff. And all this happened in between the movies. And it's just like, wow, that is a bold fucking choice. What could we not afford the, the, the B list actors that we had in this Yep, <laughs> scheduling conflict? Maybe there you go. Yeah. yeah. So not worth the effort. I've talked too much about resident evil at this point. <laughs> what, what do you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, Netflix and Legendary Films are working on a Gundam live-action movie to be directed by Vought Roberts, who, the guy who directed Kong Skull Island. Okay, I don't care. Next. It's going to be cool. Oh, who fucking cares? Gundams were awesome. <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right, I missed the boat on that one. Uh, it was great. It's good times. Look, that, Big uh, mecha suits. It's like Pacific Rim, only better. Look, I I grew up in the age when Robotech was on and, mm-hmm. and Voltron <laughs> and, and shit like that. Yeah. And it was all right. I, I never got into it. Yeah. I like Gundam. Okay. Yeah. And that's just big. I, I remember Ready Player One. They, he was the big Gundam suit at the end. I still haven't seen Ready Player One. Really? I know. Wow. Fucked up, right? That's one you should take. I think I'd love take, it. Take a moment out of your time, yeah. your day for it. It's I, I enjoyed it. I know a lot of mm. people didn't like it but mm. i i love the shit out of that movie yeah i want to watch it I'll, just haven't i'll pop that in when i'm bored sometimes mm. just just to watch it it's got a lot of easter eggs a lot of you know a lot of cool stuff so mike the alcohol is supposed to go in your mouth not into the <laughs> microphone forgot the microphone was there for a second <laughs> a boy a boy professional professional we got a uh, another trailer for stranger things four yes Eleven hates high school. I don't know what the fuck else is going on in the trailer. Not really. No, no hopper. Um, no hopper appearance. No, it definitely looks like there was like no upside down reference or anything in it at all. It was just almost seems like they're basically just going to deal with the whole this side of things conspiracy cover up and we saw some there. It, everything flashed by so fucking quickly. Yeah. So I I. I think I saw some monsters. I I don't know. Maybe I saw mostly. I mean, I might have missed that. I saw a lot of people shooting at each other, running and stuff like that. But it was all flashed right at the end of this trailer. This trailer is, yeah. you know, eighty percent. School's great. I have lots of friends, even though she doesn't. You know that kind of thing. And kids and, actually using spit wads, which that no that that was a 60s thing i I don't remember going through school in the 80s and people using spit wads no we didn't have spit wads we took the rubber bands you folded the paper real tight or something like that you took it and you shot it somewhere that you leave a good welt on them that's what we did fucking horrible yeah kids are terrible now great the worst (laughs) the worst so yeah i i don't know what's going on Mm. great trailer yeah. Really teased the shit out of that. Yeah, super. 
<laughs> no idea. <laughs> I, I'm gonna watch oh, it. You know, of I'm gonna, I'm watch, gonna it. watch it. <laughs> I, I was very late to the party on Stranger oh, yeah? Things. I resisted it because I'm like, oh, all the nostalgia, 80s mm-hmm. bullshit. And then I got sick, got the flu. And so I binge watched the first two seasons and I'm like, how did I fucking miss out on this? What, what was I thinking? It's good. It's fucking good. Mm-hmm. And I love all three seasons. I don't care what anybody says. That's right. Uh, let's see. All right. This is my last piece of news that I've got. Um, and it's the most, by far the most important um, on Sunday, the Broncos, the Denver Broncos beat the ever living shit out of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm sorry. Is this a sports show? No, but I think it's very important that everyone knows that that happened. Wrestling is as close to sports <laughs> as we're going to get on this show. Congratulations to your Broncos. Yes, That's and fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> Great. We just lost all of our, our all, all four of our Texas listeners. Thanks, asshole. You're welcome. Motherfucker. Well, that's great. I haven't paid attention to football in probably five years, so mm. I was a Seahawks fan. <laughs> Fuck you. I want a super we won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> Who did we win it against? Fuck you. I don't remember. Was it I think it was Peyton Manning. Mm. I can't remember who he was playing. Oh, that's right. It was your fucking Broncos. You know what? In the NFL is rigged. That was a fake game. <laughs> no, it's your quarterback was way over the fucking hill and couldn't throw anymore. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to move on from sports because no. So we had some uh, new couple posters for Spider-Man No Way Home released this week. Mm, Yes. One which is garnering all the attention has uh, Spidey front and center in the middle frame there with some Dr. Octopus arms coming at him. Mm. In the very small background, there is a little guy on a goblin glider. So we are going to be getting Green Goblin. It would appear that it's going to be the version from the first Sam Mm. Raimi Spider-Man movie. Uh, It's going to be Willem Dafoe. I mean, how how the fuck could it not be? That's right. So they're going to bring him in. A couple other elements that, you know, the sleuths are getting on with this is that there's lightning in the poster. Uh, There's some sand in there a little bit. mm -hmm. And so everybody's thinking that, you know, it's going to be Electro and Sandman. And Jamie yep. Foxx is confirmed. He's in it. Yeah. So we know we're going to get Electro. Yep. I'm curious on the Sandman front, if they're going to get Thomas Hayden Church back. That would be funny. Oh, yeah. He was like the one part of Spider-Man 3 that was not god-awful. Mm-hmm. Look, man, all I care is that James Franco doesn't come back. That's all I'm asking for. You're gonna, I don't think they'll bring James Franco back uh, as Green Goblin. He, I don't think that's going to happen. He's he's a little too hot at this point as far as uh, yeah. controversy is concerned. Exactly. So, I don't think but, they'd but take that But he on. was the worst part of, of the Raimi <laughs> films. He was the absolute worst. Yeah. I, I fucking hated him in those movies. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. When he got nominated for an Oscar for, what was it, uh, the, the movie where he had to cut his arm off, you know, the, Oh, the, uh, to, uh, something hours, 127, hours. 127 hours. I, I sat there and I went, Jesus Christ, we have to call him Oscar nominated actor, James Franco now. And I really don't like that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> really did not want to do it <laughs> because he'll always be Harry Osborn to me. That's right. And <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, funny, meme that's going around is with the spider-man poster is 
that uh, there's proof on there that Tobey Maguire is going to be in it because right next to the Spider-Man No Way Home is there's a TM on there. Oh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark? No. I love no. Tobey no, Maguire. Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I, I love those little fuck yous that people yes. throw in there. Just like. Look, you fucking idiots. Calm the hell <laughs> fuckers down. fuckers are reading into it, shit way too much. Way, way too much. You see the way his, his hands are, are, are formed <laughs> in there? That, that means that Magneto's going to be in it. There's going to be X-Men <laughs> coming out of his asshole, and everybody's back. Look at his arm. It's at a 35-degree angle, which is exactly how Spider-Man in this comic did it, which means, yeah. Tony Stark's alive. <laughs> Whatever. We got news this week. Uh, Rogue Squadron, its release has been delayed. That oh. was going to be the first live action follow up mm. feature film uh, after Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, Patty Jenks- Jenkins. Yes, Pat- that one. Yeah, I know her. You, know, you know Patty Jenkins. Yeah. So Patty Jenkins has uh, Cleopatra and uh, Wonder Woman 3 on her slate at this point. Uh. They, were, they were supposed to start production in 2022 with a release set for 2023. No update at this point as to where it's going to get moved to or when production's going to start. Yeah, I know that Cleopatra is taking up a lot of her time, and DC Warner Brothers is concerned that with the timeline because they want to get Wonder Woman three rolling. Mm. So I don't know what's going to happen. Honestly, if all we got were Disney Plus shows regarding Star Wars, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm fine. They got good content coming out. They got money coming in for this stuff. I think that's okay. I, I you could Delay. tell you could tell a better story in in, mm-hmm. a, in a limited series format. I absolutely agree with that. I'll yep. take that any Fuck day yeah. of the week. I, I don't need another. I, I don't know how they unfuck what they have done as far as the <laughs> movies are concerned. I I don't know if there's any any story that I want to see. You know, Rogue Squadron's cool. Yeah, better as a series. Right? Yes. Much better as a series. Yeah. Yes. You're going to expand on everything, actually develop characters in it. Oh, weird. Oh, my God. Crazy. I don't know if that's possible. (laughs) Good Lord. So Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has officially started production. James Gunn tweeted out a photo. Uh, Will Poulter was in the photo. Mm. He'll be playing Adam Warlock. We talked about it a couple episodes ago. Yes, that's right. Yes. Okay. So he was there. There was another actor in there. Uh, and I'm going to fuck this name up. Chuck Woody Iwuji. We don't know who the fuck he's playing. Okay. And all James Gunn said is that I gave him the role most every big name actor in Hollywood wanted. So I don't know what the fuck that means. Speculation from some sources is that it, it may be Silver Surfer. Ooh, I don't ah, see that. That'd be hmm. Nova is the one that I was maybe thinking. Okay, which is a pretty big character that is tied directly into the Guardians, mm. to the the MCU galactic, you know, shit. Mm. So maybe I never heard of the actor, so I have no idea what he's been in. And you would think I would have done some research, but I I don't care. Ah, it's fine. So, but it was it was cool seeing everybody in a. Big old photo. Looked yeah. like they were about to go to their first read through or whatever Sweet. it was. So right on. I'm jacked. Yeah, maybe he's gonna dress up like Stanley and do a Stanley cameo. It's possible. You know, it's possible. I think we need to keep that train going. We'll have, we'll have Kevin Smith dress up as Stanley, dude. Pop up in every movie. Interesting update from Ryan Reynolds regarding Deadpool three. Hmm. 
During a Vanity Fair interview, he said, and I quote, plugging away, can't really comment on that, but hopefully soon though. Sweet. That's great news. Thanks, Ryan. (laughs) That's fantastic. To quote Michael. Fantastic. Fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you for the cock tease, Ryan. I love you and respect you, but just don't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have to click on a fucking article to read that you said absolutely nothing regarding Deadpool 3. I hate that clickbait shit. It's bullshit. Ryan Reynolds finally makes a statement about (laughs) Deadpool Deadpool 3. 3. Oh, shit. Here we go. No comment. No comment. Said nothing. Thanks, Ryan. Eat a dick. No, don't don't eat a dick. I I love the man. Mm. Nothing but respect. That's right. Don't eat any dicks unless you want to. That's your prerogative. Finally, some sad news this week. Uh, Dean Stockwell passed away at uh, age 85. Mm. You know, Quantum Leap, he was Al. He was in McHale's Navy, married to the mob, which is a fucking favorite of mine from Mm -hmm. back in the day. Michelle Pfeiffer movie, Matthew Modine. If you haven't watched it, check mm. it out. It's it's good times. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yep. And most recently, he was in the, uh, well, I don't know about recently. He was in the Battlestar Galactica That's right. series. Yeah. Never watched it. No. I, I'm sorry. I watched about three episodes, and I'm like, this is really weird. Yeah. Just didn't wasn't my cup of tea. But that, uh, I think, is going to put the kibosh on the uh, Quantum Leap, not reboot, but uh, I think... They were talking to Scott Bakula about him coming back and doing, you know, oh, an update interesting. on it. Hmm. But, yep, that's that's going to kill that. But, yeah, that sucks. He was a good actor, yeah. uh, character actor, showed up in a lot of fucking movies that I enjoyed. And like my grandma, hey, here's another person died in the obituaries. <laughs> here's another part of your childhood and your past that fucking died. So, <laughs> yay. Getting old is fun. Yeah. Yes. Super fun. So before we get to our movie review section, I wanted to share some news that I got today. I was checking our download numbers on Apple Podcasts and Castos Mm. and iTunes and all this other stuff. Our Dune episode, episode 40, has now become our highest downloaded episode in the history of the show. God damn. We have finally surpassed Space Jam. Holy shit. Right? God damn. I never thought that anything would dethrone Space Jam. (laughs) I I grossly (laughs) underestimated the popularity of that movie. (laughs) Probably had something to do with the fact that the episode, I think, was 90 minutes long. Mm. Our shortest episode ever. Yeah. We reviewed one movie and that was it. (laughs) <laughs> and my my uh, my guest co-host did not want to talk really. Mm. She she seemed to get more angry that she was there <laughs> as as the episode went. But that's what know, people liked about it. We love you, Tierra. We we appreciate you coming on. That's right. Very much so. Hey, uh, let's go to the movie, shall we? Yes. Well, we did a little Ryan Reynolds double feature this week. Yes, sir. So why don't we start with the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard? I think we should. All right. Uh, Release 2021, rated R, runtime, one hour, 40 minutes. Synopsis, bodyguard Michael Bryce continues his friendship with assassin Darius Kincaid as they try to save Darius's wife, Sonia. That's not what happened. It's not. Whatever. Cast, uh, I guess Ryan Reynolds is in this. Is he? I think so. I don't remember that. He was Michael Bryce. Samuel L. 
Mr. Jackson. Motherfucker himself, uh, Darius Kincaid. Antonio Banderas. Yes. As Aristotle Papadopoulos. <laughs> Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. As Sony Kincaid and uh, our good friend, friend, uh, friend of the show, Frank Grillo, was Bobby O'Neill. Writing credits: uh, Tom O'Connor, Philip Murphy, and Brandon Murphy. They did the first one, mm-hmm. and then uh, directed by Patrick Hughes. Also did the first first one. He also directed Expendables three. Oh, yeah, cool. Not a terrible movie. Box office. Uh, I don't care because it was released in June of the of this year, mm-hmm. things weren't back to full steam at that no. point. So I, I'm not going to, I really didn't look at the numbers. Mm. They weren't great. I, I, think yeah. it, I think it was 70 million worldwide for the whole thing. Mm. And granted it's an R so yeah. that, that hurts it, but there, there just wasn't any, any real uh, traction at that point. People were still kind of trickling back into the theaters. Rotten Tomatoes, critic score 27%, audience score 79. So for me, I love this fucking movie. Yeah. I had a blast. Yeah. Uh, This is a four out of five for me. Yeah. This was way better than the first one. You think so? I did not like the first one. Really? I fell asleep in the theater watching the first one. No shit. The problem was they shot their load in the trailer. Oh, I they, never saw the trailer. They put out a Red Band trailer uh, that had pretty much every funny moment that was in the film uh, was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So I, there was nothing really exciting to have happen. Okay. But this one was good times. And the reason being, Salma Hayek. Yes. Salma Hayek made this movie. And in the first film, she wasn't in it that much, but she had the funniest moments in, in that film. Yeah. So that's okay. where I'm at, Michael. All right. That's fair. So I uh, I watched these back to back. Oh, I did. Oh, I have to say th- I love like the first one a lot more. Really, I did. I enjoyed this one. Don't get me wrong, but the first one and that that what I had to base my rating off off of. I give the first one four out of five. This one I couldn't quite get there. I liked this one a lot. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was funny. Fucking love some Hayek. <laughs> Always have since uh, since fools rush in. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that movie. That's such a good one. I love I was working at the theaters at the time when oh, that no came shit. out. Oh, I watched that movie, fuck, probably a dozen times. Mm-hmm. It's when Matthew Perry was funny. That's right. I you know. remember that? There was a time yeah. when Matthew Perry was funny. Uh, okay, so you're three, three, three out, out of five? Three out of five. Three out of five. I did like it, but yeah, three out of five. I just, what, what jumped out to me, I thought the pacing was so good in this one. It was quick. They mm. got to things quickly you know in a snappy manner we didn't dwell too long on certain scenes even the when we got to the the end of the second act and into the third act it didn't drag mm. so i i love that aspect of it yeah the the whole just the start of the movie the therapy scene no <laughs> when he's telling his story and you know the he shoots the uh the uh asian guy that got shot at the the, uh-huh. the beginning of the first one and they cut to just the look on the therapist's face. <laughs> I cracked the fuck up. I thought that was great. I didn't know there was a bodyguard community that does award ceremonies. Yeah. I, I can't. I, I AAA. May, I may have looked, been part of that community for at one point, but we didn't have award shows. <laughs> just saying. So, and, and no, there are no AAA ratings out there. I can just spell that rumor <laughs> right fucking now. My favorite part of the movie, and I know mm. this is stupid, but 
when he's done at the therapist's office she's and she's trying to get him out of there, you've graduated therapy. Yes, yes. I was dying. <laughs> I've been waiting for my therapist to tell me that for fucking decades. <laughs> you've graduated therapy, Josh. You're done. Yay. Can I have a diploma that says I'm sane now? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? I was impressed at the, the casting in this. I mean, Jesus Christ, they got Gary Oldman in the, in the first one, which that's a pretty good pickup, though. Mm-hmm. I thought he was underused in that. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But we have spicy Antonio Banderas. That's right. Mm. Still got it. Still fucking got it. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking right. That voice, man. Just the voice alone. It's silky. It's Whoa. silky and it's smooth. That's and right. And he still looks great. I mean, they have to use a lot of makeup on him, mm. but he he looks good. I didn't buy him as as being Greek. <laughs> no. <laughs> that. They kind of missed the mark on that one. Yeah, just have him be the Span- is from Spain. He's from Spain. Yeah. Why, why couldn't we move this whole thing That's not to, very far. <laughs> to Spain having problems with the EU? That, yeah. But hey, we went Greek pride in this thing all the way, hey, I, yeah. I guess. That was the plot, right? Is we wanted to destabilize the financial markets or information hubs of the European Union? Yes, they were going to weaponize basically all electronics somehow with this weird EMP thing. This diamond drill device. With a diamond drill. I I felt like I was watching a Bond film in the 70s a little bit. I think they were going for that a little bit with that one. That was ridiculous. That was beautiful. That was a neat toy. It was yes. a neat toy. I didn't, I didn't understand it. Didn't really care or how uh-huh. it worked. It just, okay, we have a plot device. Here we go. Mm-hmm. But that, like I said, they wasted no fucking time. He goes on his little vacation and next thing you know, gunfire is erupting and there's Selma Hayek being amazing mm-hmm. and funny as fuck. Yes. She was made for this kind of movie. Man. She, was, she was perfect in this movie. She was. She yeah. was. And as I say about a lot of actors and actresses, Selma Hayek is a national treasure. That's right. She's not from the United States, but she's a fucking national treasure. Yes, she is. She was great in this. Great line. Uh, you know, she's talking about, you know, her pussy is too tight to get pregnant. <laughs> I had to back that up again and and, re- and watch it. I, I, re- I rewound that, that just that scene. Because mm-hmm. I was like, did I just hear what I think I just heard? Uh-huh. And, and I, I was, I was dying. I love the R violence factor through mm-hmm. the roof. A lot of head splatting. Oh yeah, you know stabbings. That's right up my alley. That's right. Obligatory That's... Ryan Reynolds being hit by a car, ragdolled by a car. <laughs> I love that they shoved that in there. <laughs> I. It's a nice callback. Yeah, it, it was perfect. Everybody that in this pulled their weight. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds did his, his clown shit. Mm-hmm. You know, Samuel L was a stern asshole and mm-hmm. Selma got to shine as just a fucking psychopath. Mm-hmm. Antonio smoldered. Yeah. That's a lot of smolder. Cause that's Ooh. what he does. He smolders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Morgan Freeman showed up for a paycheck. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, you know. I didn't get that ca- casting, but I, the whole point I think was to do the whole where Samuel Jackson's like, but how is he? It's, yeah. It seemed like it was an un- all for that un- bit. It, it was kind of an unnecessary plot line for, <laughs> to, to build that up. I don't know. It, whatever. I, there was enough going for it that I I, I didn't yeah. really care at that point. I, I was excited to see Frank Grillo. He seems to be mm-hmm. having a moment. Yes, he is. Yes. He's a, he's the uh, action version of a David Dasmalchian. <laughs> That's right. Seems to be popping up and everything. I have noticed that a lot of 
the Bruce Willis direct DVD movies mm. seem to have Frank Grillo in them. He he's popping up at a lot of Redbox oh. direct to Redbox movies lately. I'm not going to watch any of them. Mm. Loved him in Boss Level. He'll always be uh, crossbones to me. Oh shit, that's right. Remember okay, yes, Boss Level. Yeah. that's a good movie. That was fun. That was fun. That was stupid fun. So one of the things that I kind of questioned in this is where she picks up. Ryan Reynolds at the hotel. They do the shootout, blah, blah, blah. They mm. get out of there. Why did she need him to rescue Samuel L? She didn't use him at all. She really didn't. No. I, I, d- I didn't understand that. She could have done that. She basically did that all by herself. Yeah. She didn't need him at all. However, him macing the guy and Samuel L blowing the dude's head off. <laughs> that was funny as fuck. That was good. But that also is one aspect that I had a difficulty with in the film is this whole, I'm not going to use guns thing that got irritated. Mm. It was funny at first, yeah. but I'm like, okay, can you we ended that shtick a lot earlier? I, I think mid second act, we could have dumped mm. that yeah. before we get to the, the club, yeah, the club scene, which, oh my God, love <laughs> the club scene. Yeah. You got Selma Hyatt getting out of the car and skin tight vinyl. Mm-hmm. You know how old that woman is? Uh, no. 55. God damn. She is 55 fucking no years old. Shit. And she looks amazing. No shit. Amazing. Man. It helps to be married to like a billionaire. Yeah. It always helps, you know, keep the, the health going and everything. Mm-hmm. But fuck, is she gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Stupid gorgeous, especially in vinyl. <laughs> so yeah the fight the fight in the club was funny the the funniest aspect of that fight was the uh product placement of aviation gin yeah, like an <laughs> yeah. sign an entire <laughs> wall that he crashed into which yeah. i i thought that was really funny yes that's good didn't he sell that i have no idea i think he sold it Probably. already or made a fuck ton of money off of it <laughs> now he owns a soccer team oh does sorry he? football football team it's, mm. it's your European football mm. for our European listeners. That's right. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Still haven't watched that. No, neither have I. So after the fucking club scene, he gets shot. They think he's dead. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the sea burial. We gave you a burial at sea. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Let's just kick him out of the boat. Yep. <laughs> I can love that. Oh, that was so fucking good. Uh, however my second favorite scene in the movie was when she gave him the pill to help him calm down she gave him the lithium or lithium yeah (laughs) the whole oh my god the tina turner song the whole fucking hallucination Uh that he did i'm like oh this is really (laughs) he's asleep on the fucking steering wheel (laughs) i was laughing so hard i woke my kid up (laughs) See, there were so many good moments in this. There were so yep. many times where I was laughing out loud. I don't do that often. Mm, yeah. And I certainly did not do that with the first film. That's amazing to me. I, I just, but again, I didn't see the trailer for it. I just watched it. I just didn't. I was, wasn't, ready for, wasn't ready for any of it. What did you think of his origin? Well, not his origin story, but the, the story of his mom dying at the amusement park. <laughs> so over the top. <laughs> It's just random. Most ridiculous bullshit. The gelato stand in the... <laughs> <laughs> he's getting gelato. But while but while he's sitting and telling the story, he's on that little wooden swing. Yes. He actually clipped the, the safety chain <laughs> on. 
Oh my God. Hey, but we got a Desperado reunion. In we this. did. We did. Yes. We got Antonio and Salma. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh God, that's a good movie too. Yes. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Desperado. Um, El Mariachi. El Mariachi, yes. Which they're not in El Mariachi, but still. That's right, they're not. No, that was Robert Rodriguez's first film that mm. he shot on money he raised from uh, volunteering himself for drug studies. That's right. I had heard about that. That's yes. right. There's a wonderful mm. book about that. He was he was kind of my hero growing up yeah. on the film side of things. I read a, He wrote a book about shooting El Mariachi, and I love that. I love Desperado. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, I was a little disappointed with. Yeah. Didn't, didn't quite reach the heights of De- Desperado. That was a tall bar to reach, I it, think. It was. They, they got some good performances out of people. The cast was fine. I just thought the story was kind of dumb. Yeah. Johnny Depp was very good in that movie. Fantastic he, in he that was, one. He, Ooh, he, was, yeah. he was very, very funny in that. But yeah, we got to see the two of them together. Like I said, we still at that point, and we're we're tearing into the third act here mm-hmm. before the big betrayal or whatever you want to call it. And he's still and, he, and Bryce is still not killing people. And yeah. I at that point, I, I noted it. I'm like, are we get? Can we get past this now? Mm. Really do. And then they get to the fucking. You know, Salma's decided to stay with Antonio because mm. who wouldn't? Not right. And they end up at the bar and Bryce finally has his breakthrough and he's eating the gelato. <laughs> and he says, you know what? We need to do some cocaine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the look on Samuel Jackson's face. <laughs> scene was so good. That we was good. Do some coke. My third favorite scene of the film. And the saddest and the ones mm. I felt the worst for uh, Gary and Johan. Mm. The decoys. Oh, the decoys. They just, <laughs> they just completely have the decoys get annihilated right away. Oh my God. At, the, at that point. I hope, I, I hope Gary and Johan are okay. <laughs> at that point, I am pissing my pants. That was I amazing. Absolutely pissing my pants. So the final fight, I, I thought it was great. You got plenty of action, plenty yeah. of, you know, everybody going back and forth. Finally got to see Ryan Reynolds start killing people. And yep. I liked his fight with the other AAA rated bodyguard. Loved, yeah. You know, you got Antonio going up against Samuel L. Mm-hmm. Then later you got Ryan Reynolds going up against a 70-year-old Morgan Freeman. Was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a realistic fight. <laughs> yeah, even I would kind of, yeah. that, ain't, that ain't right. But shit blows up. Everybody gets rescued. Mm. We have a happy ending. Yeah. And we leave on, you know, Selma and Samuel L. adopting Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was that was gold. And as they sail off into the sunset, they're banging. They're, they're fucking <laughs> in the bottom of the in the cabin of the boat, and he's sailing. He just walks <laughs> off the edge of the boat. Uh, how could you not like this movie? <laughs> I said I like. It. I just think the first the first one was better, in my opinion. But you know. That's all right. Yeah. Hey, we're all full of opinions on the show. <laughs> Mine are just more argumentative than others. <laughs> but yeah, this is a good time. I will watch this again. Yeah, I, it was I, good. I, I was sad to take it back to Redbox. Mm. See, was, I, I just rented it on Apple TV. Yeah. I, God, fuck <laughs> you. Apple TV. I got Apple TV. I'm special. Uh, 
I got to rub it in my face. Join us, Josh. Join us. <laughs> no. Soil and green is people. It's not happening. They're tight. They're they're controlling your mind. Oh, probably. Yes, I have an iPhone, but they're controlling your mind. That's how I know. Fucking Apple. God damn it. Well, mm. should we get any more thoughts on uh not hitman's bodyguards wife's great tits i i think that it's an underrated movie i thought it was good Uh, it was funnier than shit i'm definitely gonna watch it again i recommend both of them and they're fun to watch back to back too they they run really well together and and maybe i should do that and maybe you know maybe Mm. that'll add to my my opinion of of the first one and again it's not that i hated the first one i just wasn't moved by it that that, got everything spoiled in the trailers and you kind of did yeah that sucks that's you know but it would would be a three out of five for me yeah that's fair okay upon last viewing that i had of it i watched it when it was out in the theaters and then i i I rented it a Mm. a second time uh, you know a couple months down the line and i just i had the same feeling both Mm. times that i watched it but hey, maybe put the two back to back. That that could be a fun story. Yeah, the first one had like more of a real story to it. It it felt like it was more of a solid kind of line of events. Where this one was kind of oh, all sta- over the place. The, the stakes were higher yeah. in the other. I I guess I I, I they're both kind of contrived plots. Yeah, in my opinion, uh, this one didn't take itself as seriously, which was kind of better in a lot of ways. And th- so, that's uh, probably why I liked it because it was completely batshit nuts out yeah. the door. We're not going for realism. This is just going to be uh, uh, three people mm-hmm. who have wonderful chemistry together. Mm-hmm. You get more Selma Hayek in this one. And you one. get more Selma in this. And, and yeah. again, looks great and is a great actress. She's funny. Oh, she's, she's hilarious. She gr- plays that feisty, crazy, psychotic Latina role so goddamn she, well. Oh, she, she has great so good. great comedic timing. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm down. Well, fuck. Let's do Free Guy, shall we? Free Guy. Part two of our Ryan Reynolds double feature. That's right. Free Guy, released 2021, rated PG-13, runtime one hour and 55 minutes. Synopsis, a bank teller discovers he's actually an NPC inside a brutal open world video game. How many people read that synopsis and go, what the fuck's an NPC? (laughs) If you ever never played a video game, you're going to have no fucking idea. You'd be very confused in this movie. (laughs) That's right. Cast, hey, Ryan Reynolds is in this too. Oh, shit. He's Guy. Guy. Judy Comer is Millie slash Molotov girl. Lil Rel Howery is buddy. Why would you add Lil? And it's not little, it's Lil. Lil. Whatever. It's jo- a thing people do, I guess. Joe Keery of Stranger Things fame was Keys. Mm. Utkarsh Ambudkar is Moose Mouser. What do they call him? Mouser? Mouser? Was it Mouser? Mm. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Taika Waititi was Antoine. Mm-hmm. Aaron Reed was the body of dude. Oh. <laughs> the body. The body. That makes sense. Yeah. There were some cameos in this, and I don't know if you there, noticed There them. were quite there a few. Were. Uh, Hugh Jackman was the masked guy in the alley. I did not know that. Uh, the Rock was uh, one of the bank robbers. Was he really? Yes. How did well, I miss well, that? Well, I'm sorry. He did the voice. Uh, he did the voice. Sorry. Yeah. I no. still missed that. No, you, you you noticed that the Rock was yeah. actually there. <laughs> I was really surprised. Uh, Tina Fey was the uh, mom vacuuming in the background mm. of uh, the Channing Tatum mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Uh, John Krasinski was the silhouetted gamer. I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, but apparently yeah. he was in it. 
Okay. And, and of course, our final cameo was by <laughs> our dear departed friend, Alex Trebek. <sighs> I miss you, buddy. You missed a cameo. I Yeah. Captain, I Captain America was in this. Well, yeah, but that was a surprise. It was going to throw in later. Oh. You ruined it. <laughs> Spoiler. Yes. Chris Evans makes a wonderful, very brief appearance <laughs> at, a, at, at a very good time in the movie. So this is written by Matt Lieberman and Zach Penn. Worldwide box office. This was released in August, mm. so it's it came out not too long ago. Three hundred thirty-one million. Yeah, a little, yeah. T- a little tepid. Yeah, for something like that. That's uh, that was an expensive film to make. Yeah, one would okay. think it'd do a little bit better, but all right. So Rotten Tomatoes critic score eighty, audience score ninety-four percent. Yeah. I had problems with you this had movie. Problems I had a lot Let's hear it, Josh. I'm ready movie. for this. So I gave this a two out of five. Damn. And the only reason it wasn't a one out of five was because Ryan Reynolds was the only thing that made this watchable. <laughs> Damn. You put any other actor in there, this movie sucks ass. I, I would agree with that statement. Ryan Reynolds is the only one who could pull this movie off. I agree with that. The pacing was bad. I didn't like the story. And... The characters around him were not interesting at all. Mm. And that was my problem. Mike, what did you rate this? I gave it a four out of five. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I watched this with Lily. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, she she enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was funny. I liked all the references, all the video game bullshit in it and all that. It made me a little nostalgic. Uh, yeah, no, I thought it was, you know, Ryan Reynolds got to do the Ryan Reynolds thing, and I still haven't gotten tired of that, so. One of my big issues... I have a hard time with Ryan Reynolds in a PG-13 movie. Mm, okay. Where he can't, yeah. He can't be himself. Yeah. So that is a big roadblock. The other roadblock, the runtime on this is too long. How long was this movie? Almost two hours. Was it really? One hour, 55 oh, minutes. Damn. This needed to be a, a 90, hour and a half. A, an hour and a half. Yeah. And I think it would have been fine. They could have trimmed some fat off of it. Look, man, I don't have a problem with movies being over two hours. I know we mm. get this. You listen to the show and you're like, oh, well, he just doesn't like it because it's so, you know. It's, look, I sat through four and a half hours of Zack Snyder's Justice League mm-hmm. and I fucking loved it. That's right. So it's about what content you're fitting that's in That's exactly yeah. it. And a lot of these movies are bloated mm. and do not need to to run as long as they did. But yeah, the the other two issues that I had mm, with it okay. as I want, but yeah, I it definitely, you know, it starts out. It's, it, it's a, it's a GTA mm-hmm. call of duty, you know, ready, kind of ready player one vibe. You haven't seen ready haven't player seen one. It, but... So, but it, it kind of, a lot, a lot of a callback there. Channing Tatum. What the fuck? <laughs> yep. Right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Took me a second to recognize him. He's looking a little old. He looks a little like run down. He's aged a bit. I think that yeah. d- divorce from Jenna Dewan had mm. uh, had some effect on him. I, yeah. I don't know, but he's that's the skinniest I've ever seen him. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you do frosted tips on a bud, buzz cut? <laughs> is that possible? I mean, apparently it is. <laughs> <sighs> Another issue I had. Can somebody stop playing Mariah Carey music in movies, please? <laughs> it's over, dude. Mariah's done. I'm out. I like we're we're coming up. We're on the holiday season now, yep, and you she, know all I want for Christmas is going to start oh, fucking yeah. assaulting my eardrums anytime now. <laughs> Fuck the uh, the vibe I got, especially at the beginning, as we're being introduced to Guy. This had Lego movie kind of written all over it. 
Oh, yeah. Same thing. It's the exact day. same thing. He's what ha- the ha- happy, fuck? slappy, fucking bullshit. And I'll be honest with you. I like Lego movie. I like it. I don't love it. Yeah. I didn't even make that parallel. That it is exactly like that. It's the same character trope. What the fuck? 100%. Of course, in the Lego movie, you're not going to get a line of this coffee is like, you know, losing my virginity in my mouth or whatever it was. That's, I mean, it'd make the Lego movie a little better. Yes, I think it would yes. have as well. I, I don't know if Chris Pratt could deliver that line convincingly, <laughs> but it could happen. You but, do it with an Italian accent. Like yes. Mario. <laughs> He's a coffee. <laughs> I had to think about that for a minute because yeah. I, I got you, you, <laughs> trying you, to figure that out how you, to approach that. You saw the gears turning for a minute. Yep, <laughs> I was for, waiting for it for a minute there. But that's where Ryan Reynolds elevates this yes. beyond what it what it really is. I love how the NPCs are completely oblivious to everything that's going on around them. Yeah, yeah, all the explosions and everything yes. in the background constantly, yes. all the gunfire and all that. Which is exactly what happens in video games. Yep. And those of us that have played those games are like, yep, nope, that's 100% accurate. I So Jodie Comer's character, Molotov cocktail, British shoot 'em up chick. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think she's cute. Yeah. Hot, hot girl was not hot girl. Yeah. I found her very irritating. Mm, yeah. And her giant eyes were very distracting. <laughs> kind of really threw me off. And I liked, uh, I like Amanda Seyfried very much. And she has big yeah. eyes too. Yeah. But um, yeah, but something like oddly shaped about her face. Just, I couldn't put my finger on it the whole movie. I tried. Uncanny valleys. <laughs> shit going on for you <laughs> I, I, I don't know there's some symmetry issues there and uh, you know we're all built <laughs> to look at somebody and if they're ace you know asymmetrical face you're mm-hmm. like ah there's something wrong with that i'm shallow what do you want <laughs> so the real world cafe so you know jody comer's millie we'll call her millie fuck it yeah so millie's sitting there and i had to make a note of this because you know she gets out of the game and that cafe uh, worker, she was a bit of a uh, a c word there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that seemed un- unreasonable. Yeah, because that's, that's what. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. So the funniest shit in this movie for me were when the NPCs would go off script. Yeah, and, and they would just get like super fucking confused, and they didn't know what they were supposed to do. Oh, like when he ordered the cappuccino yes. or whatever. Yes. Yeah, watching watching that whole thing, and then the tank pulling up and slowly turning. <laughs> the barrel of the cannon, you know, dur- into the, the coffee shop because it, what was that about? Because they, they never really explained like nope. there was some s- self-correcting fucking thing going on. That didn't make, <laughs> it made no sense to me whatsoever. The whole thing where he gets the glasses, it's neat yeah. for a minute. Like, oh, this is cool. This is how everybody else sees this world. Mm. Right on. I think most people would think they were having a nervous breakdown if they saw that. Yeah. I know I would. Yeah, but I mean, you got to look at their reality is super different. (laughs) She just explodes and people get shot and they wake up the next day. You know what I mean? And that's what they accept as, you know, a normal everyday thing. A little bit of Groundhog's Day thrown in there as well. Yes. Let's let's not forget that. A little bit of boss level where he dies Mm -hmm. and he comes back. We were pulling from a lot of of different things. I like the concept. Mm. It's just I think we recycled a bunch of shit to to support said Mm. construct there. I do love Dirty Stripper Cop and Pink Bunny. 
That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. That, that was, was really so good. funny. Just but, random. I thought they had pretty good chemistry too going through that. I like those guys. Joe, Joe Carey's a, I, yeah. I like that kid. Yeah. He's fun. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. I, his partner, I didn't like very much. I, but it's because how he played the character, I wanted him to get shot in the face. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's, that's the intent. That there, was good right? acting. Yeah. No, they did a great, he, yeah. he was a good actor. He did a great job because yep. I fucking hated him. Yep. Throughout <laughs> most of the movie. We got uh, some Humpty Dance. Which we did. Which I was so which excited makes about everything that. better. That was every time. awesome. That was wonderful. I got so excited. And then uh, to do the hump. we ended up at a, at a point where, and this is the big kind of conceit for me with this movie and, and where I think it has its biggest problem. How does he prove he's an NPC? Uh, he didn't prove that he's NPC. They figured it out. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, is when they're coming after him and they're doing all this shit, he has no fucking concept as to what's going on. He really mm-hmm. doesn't grasp that this, that he is in a video game until much later in the movie. Yeah. So you're sitting there going, okay, how does this guy explain this away? How does you, how does anybody really figure this out? Mm. Because even in that first encounter, there are little breadcrumbs going, oh, well, when we killed him, you know, the player count stayed the same. Yeah. But they're not going to put two and two together because they don't they don't think that that's even a possibility in it. Yeah. Well, and there's, you know, when uh, she's uh, he's going she's trying to steal the data file or whatever, and he shows up and uh, he's like, oh, you're, you're there's no one else in there with you or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they were kind of trying and they try to show that they're kind of piecing that together because, well, he looks like an NPC. He's wearing an NPC skin, but he's not showing up. So he's a hacker, but maybe he's not. And they're just kind of toying with that idea until they figure out that, oh, well, he's a NPC that is part from our programming that we are all of our coding. We did. Did uh, you think, did you have any interest in the relationship between keys and Millie? No. Right. No investment. None whatsoever. No. I thought, you know, it was uh, telegraphed pretty heavily the whole where he was based on either her or him being in love with her or whatever in the beginning. That was pretty obvious. And, it, you know, it comes to fruition at the very end or whatever, but eh. Yeah, they, I mean, I, I built a person that wants to fuck your face. Yep. I mean, that was basically it. <laughs> instead of her going, that's kind of creepy. It's, oh, I love you. Mm. Huh? Okay. Really, really cool at that point. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, here's the other issue I had. And it's right back to the kind of the, the hitman's wife's bodyguard. Mm. I'm going to level up by doing nice things. I'm not going to be actively killing people. Mm. I'm just going to save folks. And I, I wanted to see him tear some shit up. Mm. Well, and that's what they could have gone the other way with that whole thing right there, right? They could have made him a complete menace to all the online ga- gamers. Yes. That would have been fucking cool. I would have loved that. Yeah. I, I wish they would have gone that route. But they, but they had course, to have everyone love him. Though. Well, they had to. he had to be a virgin saint yeah. throughout this entire movie. And I, that was boring to me. Mm. It was okay. really boring. The fight in the garage was boring. Where he's trying to get the 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 uh, the, the, the data, data thing. thing. I yeah. guess it's not a garage, but whatever. Whatever it was, it was. yeah. The but that was boring. It was dumb. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't exciting. There was there was way less action scenes in this than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I expected a little bit better pacing in this, and you didn't get it. There was a lot of very acting drama dialogue heavy scenes in it mm. 
that I, I didn't enjoy. I, I, I wrote many times in my notes. I'm bored. Yeah. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm shocked. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep while watching this. Wow. I did watch it twice too, by the way, I did not watch Hitman's wife's bodyguard twice. I watched this one twice because I needed, I needed confirmation <laughs> that I didn't like this movie. I, I really did. So I did it twice. So, okay. and and I, the second time was not any better. I was still no really super fucking bored. Taika Waititi, holy shit. How disappointing. <laughs> yeah. He's better than that. He is. But I mean, look at what, he didn't have much of a script to work with And there. that's the thing. Yeah. That's why I don't blame him for it yeah. in particular. Um, it, clearly, it, it was bad writing. Very one-dimensional character yes. that was very, ah, uh, yeah. That was, that was a rough spot in the movie for me, too. I, I was really hoping that, he would that, that he would elevate some of this a little mm. bit, but no, they gave him absolute jack shit to do in this film. Did you and, and, have you ever seen Grandma's Boy? Yes. Did you get a kind of a Grandma's Boy vibe out of this, especially when they're in the technical aspects of the real world in the, oh, in the place? Yeah. Now you say something about it. Yeah, I could see that. Like, yeah. Except, I had that moment where I was like, "Oh, it's kind of Grandma's Boy," and then I thought. I'd rather be watching Grandma's Boy right now because that movie's a lot funnier than <laughs> that this. That is a funny movie. I, I love that movie. <laughs> People don't don't respect it enough. Oh, that one's an R though, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. And, and nobody, <laughs> I know. I know Adam Sandler's a fucking four letter word these days in, uh-huh. with some of the movies he's done, but that was one of the couple of films that Happy Madison did that I thought was funny as shit. It was really good. Nick Swartzen's a god Nick in that Swartzen's movie. Nick Swartzen's fucking amazing. He is. He is. The bubblegum ice cream thing, blah, 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 who cares? Yep, that's where I was with that. Oh, yeah, that was just one of those, yeah. 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 And we get a lot of co- talk code, code, this code, rewrite this code, and this code, and this code. And I'm just, at one point, I'm like, just shut the fuck up about code. <laughs> I, I don't care. I really don't care. It's the source code. And she's sitting there, she's trying to fuck an NPC. I, I mean, the whole, the whole kissing thing. I like the fact that Carrie said, well, I didn't put a button in for yeah, that. Yeah, that was funny. How that did that good. happen? That's where that should have left. That though. was a good line. Yes. That, that was a great line. Then her kissing him or whatever. It was like, yeah. It was you know, because it, you knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. Yeah. And I'm not one of the... I feel like with a lot of these movies, you don't necessarily need a romantic interest. I, I yeah. Especially when it comes to superhero movies, I fucking hate when they have to mm. have a romantic interest. Yeah. You don't need that in every one of these films. Mm-hmm. This one totally didn't need it because you knew it was telegraphed. This was mm. going to go nowhere. So why are we doing this flirt? Will they, won't they back and forth crap? <laughs> Just have them get together, have them blow some shit up and whatever. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Keys and Millie, they created AI, right? Mm-hmm. This is how Skynet started. This is. Yeah. I, I thought that the whole time. This will lead into yeah. Terminator. That's exactly where it's going. Am What's right? wrong with them? I don't know. Fucking don't watch movies? There's a sequel I will watch, though. Yeah. It's Free Guy Terminator Hybrid. There we go. Maybe this is a prequel. <laughs> well, given what, given what the Terminator films have done over the past decade or so... It could fit. Yeah, I'm sure we could, sh- could. I'm sure we could shoehorn this into the continuity <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. I did get me wrong, folks. I like Dark Fate. I, mm-hmm. despite the really horrible plot twist at the beginning, but yes, <laughs> I, I didn't like that. 
we get to this point though once he figures out what's the what and everything that's going Mm -hmm. on he spins into this existential crisis and we end up with a very dry couple of minutes of of film and it's something that's supposed to be an action comedy yeah it's like oh god can we hurry up and get to the third act here Mm -hmm. i would really appreciate it but we also get the uh cats uh close your goddamn door yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that that was whole good. scene where he's walking through, just being a dick, yeah, to everybody. Yeah, I needed more moments like that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Just irreverent stuff that. Well, and like, like we said before, if you'd just gone for the the bad guy points instead, I mean, you could have made that kind of shit as the as his whole motif, the whole movie. Yes, been great. It would have been, yeah, it, yeah. Shed the nice guy thing and just become just a sarcastic asshole because your entire world has been flipped upside down, mm. and you murder people now. I'm watching that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm into that this movie. Has a vendetta against all real per, all real players, all right. gamers. Right. <laughs> right. You come to my world now. And he uh, just starts hosing people down. That's a movie I will watch. That's mm-hmm. a movie I will enjoy. I despised his little buddy, Lil Rel, oh, Lil yeah. Rev, whatever his name is. Uh, Kevin Hart Light, as I put it. <laughs> yeah. He had way too many scenes and way too much dialogue. Yeah, for and, someone who didn't contribute anything. Well, he's supposed to be comic relief. Excuse me. He's supposed to be comic relief, but Ryan Reynolds yeah, is funny. Ryan Reynolds. He's fought, he's, <laughs> he doesn't need help in this. No. And that character was completely unnecessary. Yeah. I know it was an attempt to show that Ryan Reynolds has friends in this. And, mm-hmm. and NPCs are pe- people, people too. too. I mean, sure. Mm-hmm. What, whatever. Best part of the movie, mm. the Channing Tatum scene. <laughs> that was the one time I actually laughed out loud. Yeah. With the, uh, what's his name? Or what is that gut kid's name? Um, the, oh, the one that's yeah. actually him. I, yeah. I know I know him from somewhere, but I he's can't He's from remember. all sorts of shit, but I can't think of his name. Fuck. But he's... <laughs> yeah. Just sitting fucking there. amazing. He's a complete... He's chewing on red vines. Yeah. And <laughs> just a complete chud. And he's running around with the Channing Tatum avatar. Yep. And I'm like, yep, that is 100% real life accurate. That's right. <laughs> but that, yeah, that scene was the funniest scene to me. Just him doing the... Just dancing around like a uh-huh. jackass and just the, the, the so dialogue. Streamer and bullshit. Yes. And then uh, the yelling at his mom. <laughs> yes. That, that was great. I, mm-hmm. it, that I would have liked more of that as well. Mm. I would have liked to have seen more of the players involved that, you know, seeing their, you know, okay, mm. we see this avatar, this big, huge, you know, muscular, good looking guy. And it's just, you know, South park playing Warcraft type of shit. <laughs> yes. I would have been 100% down for that. At, at this point in the film, I was like, I don't fucking care what happens. care what happens. I just want mouser guy to die. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's all I wanted. And the thing with the server, how many times did they knock the server out or say that the server needed to go down or they shut it down or he destroys the server? At what point does everyone die? Well, that's the thing. Even when everyone did die, no one died. (laughs) They didn't. There was no stakes. None. There are no real stakes in this movie. And after yeah, the and, and after the first server reset, all all Ryan Reynolds needed was just a rub and a tug, and he could remember everything. Yep. So it seemed to kind of defeat the purpose of mm. all of it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't get that. Um, one of the funnier characters in this was mm. Hands Up Guy, 
Couldn't yes. put his hands down. Okay, <laughs> that kind of shit's funny. That was that was a good that was a good uh, gimmick there. That was good. That was yeah. That was, that was really funny. And we get dude. Dude. Dude shows up. That's right. I want a movie with dude. <laughs> that was funny. It was good. There were there were some great dude moments in mm. this. Catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> That's ironic. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed more of that. Their little fight. That was funny. That was awesome. The only thing that would have made it better is if he would have taken Kevin Hart light, picked him up, and smashed his head in. <laughs> that would have made it better. But no. Mm. But, of course, we get the Captain America shield, the mm-hmm. Hulk thing. That was awesome. Chris Chris so Evans cameo. <laughs> I geeked out for a second. I was like, yeah. oh, that's, yeah. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Then he pulled a lightsaber out. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's fucking awesome. Disney by everyone. That's, that's fine. That's fine. It's not 20th Century Fox anymore, kids. That's they right. they own it all. I thought uh, I, I did have an issue from a, a, a mechanic standpoint as far as being accurate with lightsabers. Yeah, uh, limbs were not flying off. Yep, you lose five points for that. <laughs> dude, dude should have been limbless by the end of that fight. Mm. But whatever. But when he gets the glasses on, dude. <laughs> that was fucking funny. <laughs> Look at all the shinies. He's <laughs> <laughs> just running down the street at random. Oh, God. And then, <clears throat> what do we end up with? Oh, look, SimCity. Yep. Yes. <laughs> or, or Minecraft. Since or SimCity to me. A, a, yeah. a little bit of both. Oh, yeah. look, I went to heaven, and here's where we are. Yep. And we have impassioned speeches to everyone and Antoine and hey don't kill everybody and and mm. I could write this shit in my sleep yeah I it was just it was a massive just kind of letdown mm. and the girl that we that we all knew that there was no relationship was going to happen doesn't <laughs> happen and yeah. okay well I have a theory though mm. he and dude hooked up Yes. yes. Yeah, because at the end there, when they're walking down the, he's carrying he's him. Super jealous of him, of his buddy too. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think there's something there. I think I definitely mm-hmm. think that's something there. I think they ended up married. I, I'll be mm-hmm. honest with you. I when they're doing the two different scenes where you know you've got Keys and and Millie in the real world looking at each other across the street, and you've oh, got Guy, man. and you've got Kevin Hart Light, uh-huh. Little Ray. And they go to run to each other. I was waiting for somebody to get hit by a car. I was too. I was rooting hard for that too. Yes. <laughs> that would have been amazing. We didn't get, oh, did we get, no, we did get Ryan Reynolds getting uh, yes. ragdolled by a key, car key, early on. Yeah, Keys yes. and, and his buddy yes. ran him over and he got hit by a train too. So yeah. that's going to be like Ryan Reynolds' trademark going forward is getting, so. getting ragdolled by a car. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Fuck yeah. I accept that. I, I'm, I'm, it looks I'm, good on him. I you, like it. You want to talk about trademarks? That's, you know, that's that's fine with me. I'll take a dude movie. Yeah. I I, I don't know what else to say about Free this dude. film. Free dude. <laughs> Free uh, dude. You put a put a good get the real Kevin Hart to run around with dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I'll watch that on Redbox. Yeah. But no, this was just it was vanilla. It was boring. Mm. It was, it wasn't stimulating. 
Ryan Reynolds makes this movie semi-palatable, and that's it. Okay. Sorry. Should be sorry. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) I liked it. I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. Yeah. Well, I mean, you and I were polar opposites on both of these films. Uh, (laughs) I liked one. You liked the other. Yeah. That's that's fine. I I am actually going to purchase Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Oh, yeah? I'm going to buy it on Voodoo. Yeah. Mm. I I enjoyed it that much. I will watch that again. That's one of those on a lazy Saturday afternoon. You're like, "Ah, I don't know what to watch. Pop that in. You know Mm. you're going to laugh. Fuck yeah. So... That's my ringing endorsement. Mike mm. likes free guy. If you like boring <laughs> r- rip off, whatever, <laughs> go ahead and, and get that on voodoo. Well, with that being said, I need a break. How about you, bud? Yes, sir. All right. We'll see you shortly. Psst. Hey, you want to get doomed? I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. And we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul-mouthed biddies have an always casual, often comedic... What? I think we're funny. ...and sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down Nostalgia Lane and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at Doom Gen Pod. Later, Doomers! And we are back. Well, the uh, Bushmills. It's great. Steady. Yes. Always steady. It's it's good. Love it. It goes down smooth. Nice, happy. It's uh, the Morally Flexible Podcast sponsored by Bushmills. Ooh. For all the, your bushy needs. That's right. I guess. They'll need some bush. I, I do taste the bush in there. Yes. I'm picking them out of my teeth. <laughs> well... That should show we need therapy, so let's do that. I'm still a piece of garbage. Welcome to therapy time. Well, I'm going to do a vape update. Yes. Yeah, so I went out and did a little shopping this week and purchased uh, a couple of items. Spent more money than I probably should have. Mm. I started off with the uh, Vape Oreso X Ross. I, I, did I pronounce that properly? <laughs> uh, Vaporesso Extra. <laughs> okay, thank you. Basically, it's just a fucking what? overpriced vape. It looks like a, a an enlarged thumb drive mm. type of thing. So I took that home and I loaded it up and I got what the, the salesperson said was tobacco flavor. And I took one hit and it was hot Mm-hmm. And I coughed my ass off, mm. and it did not taste like tobacco. It tasted like uh, a mocha and sadness being blown into the back of my throat. Mm. It made me actually feel a twinge of guilt for any of the women that I dated in my twenties. Yeah, because I kind of wonder that's, if that's I, a standard issue with vaping, Josh. The, sa- the, the sadness <laughs> part. Uh, yeah, it was not, it didn't take, like I said, it didn't taste like tobacco. Yeah. It was way too powerful of a stream. I still can't take a hit off the thing. And I tried very lightly to hit it. What was the level of nicotine you put on it? 40 milligrams. That's super fucking high. <laughs> yeah, but the, it should be no different than smoking just a a, a regular cigarette, though. Uh... I mean, I smoke lights, but I could pick up a regular you know, full flavor cigarette and be fine. Yeah. But the vaping's different. It hits your lungs a bit different. I will say that. And, uh, you know, using a mod, cause that's what you, what you got is essentially for anyone on here who's, it does vape. 
It's a uh, little internal battery mod with a little tank on it. Um, and it, with those, you got to hand them different than a cigarette a little bit, which will be a problem for you because you're looking at actual cessation, which... Um, uh, well, I mean, from cigarettes yeah, sure, more. So, sure, you sure, know what sure. I mean? Yeah, you're looking, okay, at, looking okay. to cut back on cigarettes. Yeah. So you're looking for something that's going to replace, I guess I should yes, say. You're looking yes. for a replacement. I am looking for a replacement. Um, and I yeah with the with the the uh, with the mods the RDAs and all that it, it, it's it's a hard to find the right one and then the vape juice the tobacco flavored vape juice I agree I don't think I've ever found one that really I t- found one that tastes similar I guess but it's hard to find something that tastes right because you took I I let you take a hit off of what I had yeah and even you coughed it a couple yeah times. it's forty goddamn milligrams. <laughs> <laughs> that shit hit. It's harsh, man. Take it to the head. Take yeah. it to the head. <laughs> no, it's uh, you know, I I, I wean myself down on mine, but I, I I would usually recommend to someone who's who's coming off cigarettes. For me, at least, if you're using an RDA with vape juice, I'd say, uh, you know, depending on what it comes in for you, but eighteen to twenty four, something like that. I don't want to be a pussy. I mean, I don't think that's pussy level at all. <laughs> so. Uh, you, you say you're going to look into the jewel. I am going to look into the jewel because my next stop, yes. I picked up a disposable blue pen. Mm-hmm. That was better. Yeah, it it was it was much less of a, a you know a giant cock blasting me in the back of the throat, yes. which was kind of nice. <laughs> but I don't. You, you take a hit off of that, and it doesn't feel like you're smoking. It doesn't feel like you're actually getting anything into your lungs yeah those are a tough drag too those. I, yes you have to sit there and puff on them like they're a fucking cigar yeah know, to get to get them going and, and i i tried one day where i was like okay i'm not gonna smoke i'm, I'm gonna smoke regular cigarettes sparingly but mm. when i have the urge i'm gonna go out and try the pen mm. or the blue pen and see what happens didn't do it just mm. didn't satisfy what i was after so I, yeah, I'm gonna try the jewel and, yes. and see how that works. It's, they use a different type of nicotine in their juice, so they do have the higher milligrams. It, it is, and I'd say go for the higher milligram because there's only I think two available. Go for the higher milligram of the juice, and uh, you know, it again, you got to kind of relearn how to how to puff on it a little bit. But I would say it's much more, it's much closer to a cigarette than a blue because you don't have to suck on it so hard. It's a nice light drag on it, uh, and you do get it get a decent puff out of it it's not like a big cloud hooking clouds like these guys with the big vape machines and all that but it's closer to what you're looking for i think so i need to learn to relax my throat and cup the bulls is that yeah kind of start with little little tiny puffs and with uh, with the blue you can't really do that that's the problem with the blue you can't take little tiny puffs you're not gonna get anything no you gotta drag you gotta take a heavy drag off that and then with the vape machines they really shoot that shit out at you and so it's it's a matter of, I think the Jewel's a nice medium you're looking for as far as that goes. It's closer to a cigarette. Shape is nowhere near it. It's more like a thumb drive again, but it's really light. light like weight similar to a cigarette, I'd almost say. Well, as long as it, I'm getting the, the I, I, I'm going to get over the hand thing where I flick a cigarette. Mm. I understand that there's really no e-cig equivalent to yeah. that outside of the blue, and we've established that's not working. So I'm just wanting to make sure that it satisfies the smoking portion of it yeah. for now. 
and that it's okay. I feel like I've taken a decent drag. The flavor's not strawberry butt fuck. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's just yeah. normal, you know, almost tasteless at times. Yes. Yep. So that, that's, that's my plan. I'm not done with this because I, I can't afford to keep smoking. I, yeah. I just, I fucking can't. No shit. It's I love it. Fucking expensive. And I, and I, and you know, if I was a wealthy man, I, I would never stop, but mm. I can't, I can't keep dropping what I drop mm-hmm. on smokes. So, all right. Now we've done the vape update. Mm. Let's do the med update. Yes. So I spoke to the psych this week. We have decided that we are going to try Wellbutrin. Wellbutrin. I tolerated the Wellbutrin very well many years ago, about a good four-year run. It did, ironically, uh, help me quit smoking for a time. Oh. So the the reason I stopped taking it was because uh, it's very stimulating. Oh. So sleep gets affected by it and also Mm. it can kind of raise anxiety a bit. So that was kind of why I jumped off of it. But given how we've gone the ADD route and the depression route, it's kind of a happy medium because it's used to treat both. Okay. And that's kind of where, why we settled on that. So I'll be starting that this coming weekend and we'll see how that goes. Of course, what I asked the psych so is the drinking going to be affect us? Do I have to stop drinking? She's like, well, the less you could do, the better. I'm like, that doesn't help me. <laughs> You're breaking my heart. Yeah. God damn it. I don't want to stop drinking. So, yeah. yes, I'll give you an update next week on how the Wellbutrin adventure is going. Okay. It's probably going to be a month before we really know. Yep what's happening but well, you can give a side effect update yes and, as long yeah. as my penis continues to work and i don't have a seizure when i'm drinking i'll be fine all right that'll, that'll work out i like well. that you're setting the bar nice and low i gotta set it low yeah i gotta set it low how do we measure success no one dies that's right <laughs> that's that's <laughs> hey, it it's all we're after absolutely it's all we're after all right um i will let you go i i do have an actual real th- therapy time issue okay it's minor but go ahead i feel like you're letting me lead off because yours is going to be something relevant uh so mine is a small one this week that's good um yeah it's a nice and easy one uh with with thanksgiving coming up and the holidays and all that uh it's kind of brought up something that comes up with me and my wife a lot which is uh kind of holiday traditions right so we've been doing holidays together for the last hmm, 13 14 years um, 13 years, I think, uh, which is means two Thanksgivings, uh, two Christmases. We only do one New Year's, but the two Thanksgiving, two Christmases, main thing. Christmas is okay because her parents, uh, as part of Hispanic culture, uh, celebrate Christmas the night before. And uh, you call that Christmas Eve, yes, thank yes, you. but they do the whole Christmas thing, open right. presents, everything, gotcha. Christmas Eve, right? Okay, um. My parents do it Christmas Day, all that. Thanksgiving's really the contentious one, right? So, and then my wife, to be clear, my wife and I don't fight on this. We both have this dream in our head that one day we won't go somewhere for Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) It's not as great as you'd think, but please go ahead. So we do, uh, you know, Thanksgiving dinner, uh, dinner either at my parents and then her parents or vice versa, depending on what happens each year. But, uh, you know, doing holiday traditions like that. And then uh, the other one we're running into is 
gift giving for Christmas. Uh, typically in our family, both of our families, what we do is get all, all the kids get gifts, the parents get gifts, and then ev- all the adults get uh, uh, do a secret Santa. You get one present for one adult kind of thing. And we're looking to, she suggested we don't do it this year. And my initial reaction was like, well, that's tradition. That's everyone, everyone does it. We got to do it. Um, and that's kind of where I'm getting to on it is she has a valid point. Why are we spending money on adults for Christmas? And so. Because if I remember correctly, you've got a, a moderate sized family. Yeah. And she's got a big fucking family, doesn't she? Yeah. But we usually keep it in town. So technically mine. Well, up until this year, mine was bigger in town than hers. But oh, okay. It, yes. Uh, now we've got a lot of uh, brothers moving away and stuff like that. So yeah. starting to shrink down a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I guess I'm not looking for advice. Just uh, kind of putting that out there that uh, change is difficult for me. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm going to talk about holiday traditions as well oh yay so we're in the same boat fella. sweet well you go ahead and lead off and we'll tie them together mine are a little 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 tweaks in them so the wife the other day and as we're recording this it is november 10th 2021 okay (laughs) i'm just going to throw that out there so over the weekend the we get we get past halloween Mm -hmm. halloween decorations come out or come down next thing i know the Christmas decorations are in the living room. And I said, what the fuck are we doing? And next thing I know, the fake tree's going up. Yeah, we do fake tree. We do fake tree. I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> and all the Christmas decorations are starting to go up. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Mm. We haven't even gotten past Thanksgiving. Because mm-hmm. that's always, for me, that's been, okay. That's you, the day. You want to do day after Thanksgiving, put the Christmas decorations up, I'm fine. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yes. And then as far as the Christmas decorations coming down, I set a deadline, typically New Year's Day, I'll pull them down. Okay. Because, you know, yeah. it's, it's New Year's, you know, whatever. Yeah. And we don't go all out. I, mm-hmm. I put one strand of lights around yeah. the fucking roof, and the, I, th- I think that's plenty. But there, there's a real... This is bothering me. Yeah. So I'm like, this is way too early. Mm. This is way too fucking early. And... The cool part is this year, I'm very excited to announce my my little one, my eight-year-old, was over the weekend able to go get her first COVID shot. Yes, good. So we are we're hey. on the way. So we are going to get to celebrate Christmas with my family Ooh, this year. Very nice. Very excited with that. So, And we're not hosting. Why the fuck are we putting a bunch of decorations up in the house? <laughs> Sorry. I, I get that it's, it's for the kid. But ultimately, my biggest issue with it is that it's up already. Yeah. Why? So I have always had that same thought. You have, you have Halloween, then you have Thanksgiving. Day after Thanksgiving, fucking that's when you put your lights up. That's when you do everything. The exception to that has been one year, and that was last year. And my wife had made the argument that we should put up the lights because everything's shitty. <laughs> and that was, I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? Bring some holiday cheer into it. This year, I'm I'm pushing to hold back the same as you are to. Because things are getting. Things are getting a little bit. You were getting some normalcy. Yes. And, and you're right. We did do the same thing last mm. year. Christmas decorations went up. Fuck. I think it, right at the beginning of November. Yeah. I mean, probably the same timeline. But mm-hmm. this year. 
And, and yes, that's because it was just fucking bleak hopelessness. It had been a shitty fucking year. We weren't going to see anybody. You know, mm-hmm. the kid was trapped in the fucking house all year. Mm. So, yeah, we wanted to to do something special and nice. But that's not the case this year. Yeah. Every, you know, we're, we're starting to return to some normalcy here. And since we're going to be spending time with my family, I want to go back to some other traditions. Mm. Okay. I have a question about your Thanksgiving thing. Yes. Why are not both of your families celebrating Thanksgiving together? Why don't they, um, why don't you just all have Thanksgiving dinner together? That comes down to a few things. One, uh, that's a shit ton of fucking people to put in one house. <laughs> Two, we have a, uh, my mother who is the matriarch on, in my family and her parents who are kind of the beacon for her family. And so, uh, both, you know, that's, that's just the, the tradition that's always been and, and kind of has been continuing to go. And the conversation shifted to, well, if you guys do Thanksgiving at your place, we'll all just come over there. And I'm not about that. <laughs> that's too much. We've done this. Yeah. You do not want to host Thanksgiving. I, I don't like that. And that it's, was my thing. If I do Thanksgiving, I have we have one one set of friends that are just a, a couple that we are, you know, best friends with. I like to have them come over and our kids and it'd be a little Thanksgiving dinner and that'd be it. And that'd be fine. Any more than that. And it's too much. Um, but, you know, it's Thanksgiving. And you got to celebrate with the You got to follow all the traditions and stuff. Right. So that that's kind of the thing there. Um, I have a question for you. Please shoot. And I mean, I could you could reflect this right back at me because I don't really have a good answer for it. But what is it about uh, putting the decorations up right now? What, why is there a date set after Thanksgiving? Why is that the important date? I, I have no idea. Okay. It, it's just a thing. It's a tradition. Mm-hmm. Yep. That we've done with my and it's the same thing with present opening. We you get one gift Christmas Eve, you do the rest Christmas Day. Yeah, my wife, fuck it. The month of December is Christmas. You get shit in from people. Just fucking open it right then and oh, there. Really? It drives me anarchy crazy. It's anarchy. There's no order to it. There's no discipline. Because you come Christmas. What's the great part about Christmas morning? You've got 500 fucking presents sitting mm-hmm. under the tree. Oh yeah. When we get to Christmas morning, there's the handful that we haven't opened yet throughout mm. the course of the month. Yeah. And I hate that. I fucking hate that. The, the tradition in my house growing up and look, I don't stick to a lot of traditions that happened in my house growing up, mm. but this is one I was happy to keep going was yeah. one present Christmas Eve, the rest Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. And in defiance of God and Santa Claus, <laughs> my wife, over 14 years, fuck, 15 years of being together has has completely thrown that by the wayside. And I'm mm-hmm. still bitter. Okay. I've stopped fighting because there's no point in fighting, but mm. I'm bitter. I'm a little salty about it. Okay. I will always be salty about that. <laughs> I, she'll bring them to me. Oh, you want to open your... No, it's not Christmas fucking day. I'll open yeah. my sh- shit that your family sent us on Christmas day. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. 
You need that that semblance of order. That order is important to you because that's tradition. That's That's that gives you the nostalgia. It's what makes you feel good about all. uh, It's it's what gets you excited for Christmas. I absolutely understand that. And we have to. And here's the hard part. You've got two people that come together. You get married. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a tradition that they've started with their family or that's gone through. So yes, you do have to forge ahead and make your own traditions. Mm -hmm. And you hope that it is a nice compromise between what you've been raised in. As far as the aspects that you enjoy, that you that you think are important, mm-hmm. sometimes that just goes off the fucking rails because nobody wants to budge. Yes, and <laughs> <laughs> I think y- you and I and both our spouses, I think, are very similar on this. We're all pretty goddamn stubborn when it comes to just about anything. Yes, we stand our ground pretty firmly. Very much so. And yeah, so I, that I mean, that, that's always been the nice thing about the family traditions for me is that. My wife's family tradition works out for my family's tradition because we just do Christmas Eve at her parents' house and Christmas morning at my parents' house. And that and, that's, and it works. Yeah. It's cohesive. Um, and, I, and I come from a broken family. So yeah. I've got my mother, my stepfather, and all the fucking relatives mm. on that side. Then I've got my dad and my stepmother and all the fucking relatives Sheesh. on that side. Which is why when you're sitting there talking about buying presents, I'm sitting here in my head going, there ain't no fucking way we can do this. <laughs> we'll do the kids. That's it. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm having to get a second mortgage on my house yeah. Those, to buy presents. So the kids are the important ones. Those yes. are the ones Christmas is really yes, for. that's what it's for. And so that's and that's why, you know, I, at first with the whole Christmas present thing, I was like, no, you know, it's tradition. Be dickish of us to pull out of the Secret Santa draw. But why aren't we buying presents for adults like my parents like my parents and her parents i get that we get them you know a collector present or a present each nothing super extravagant but you know just a appreciation gift you know they've been very supportive of us you know we got together young and all that they've been very supportive and been there for us when in, in the hard times for sure so we always want to you know give give them something to show them that we appreciate that i get that and that works but I have to agree. I have to say, I was, I, 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 I don't know why I was being stubborn about the fucking uh, Secret Santa thing. I don't know why the fuck we do it. The adults don't need gifts. I don't need a fucking gift from any of these fucking people. <laughs> don't get me wrong, man. I like getting gifts. Everyone likes getting I gifts. I love getting gifts. But, but I'm an adult now. Yeah. And I get it when I don't get yeah. anything. My I'm, feelings I'm are fine. not going to be hurt. No. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm going to be, I love seeing my kids open presents. I, it is the best. Yes. It is the best. Yeah. And at this point with me, I'll buy whatever shit I want throughout the course and of the year. That's exactly that's, it, That's too. Christmas for me. Yep. I'm, I'm, fuck. I'm, there, there was one year that I I think the wife and I looked at each other and went, all right, you get 100 bucks, I get 100 bucks. We'll buy whatever the fuck we want for each other, mm-hmm. and we'll wrap it and throw it under the tree, and we'll act surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look, look what Santa brought. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this lovely? Yeah. I think ultimately what, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles. Mm -hmm. And this, yes, I bitch about this, but I'm, I've, I fought this battle for many years at the beginning of our relationship and our marriage. And Mm. yeah, I just got to a point where it's like, yeah, fuck it. You do you you, boo boo. I'm Mm -hmm. fine. But yes, you want to try to the positive traditions you want that for your kids. And I think that's why we're so stubborn about it Mm -hmm. because we want to impart some of that on our children in the hopes that that will survive through the Mm. generations. Yeah. But eh, they're going to do their own thing. Yeah. Just as we're going to do our own thing. And there's many thing, many traditions in my family that 
are just not feasible. They're just, there's mm-hmm. no way of getting around it and, and doing them. And that is one thing that I always appreciated about my grandparents was they were very faithful to their traditions. Mm-hmm. And it is something that I miss. Yeah. Especially these last couple of years we've had, you've mm-hmm. had to adjust on the fly. I mean, last year was fucking weird when it's just the three of us yeah. having Thanksgiving yeah. And eating by ourselves. That was eerie, mm-hmm. in, in, my, in my opinion. Because Thanksgiving's a big one for our family. Number one, we love to fucking eat. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, all, oh, yeah. we're all a bunch of fucking chow hounds. But that is a time where, you know, you, you get to spend quality time with everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very important to me. So when I, you know, not being able to be involved with my family or not being able to, to sit down... Mm drink some wine, have some conversations, eat, be a fucking glutton. It, it, it sucks. Mm. It super sucks. And we're, unfortunately we're going to miss Thanksgiving this year, but by the time we get to Christmas, everybody's going to be up to date on their vaccines. Mm-hmm. We're, we're good to go. Everybody's good. And we're finally, finally going to be able to go to my parents' house on Christmas. That's awesome. With my grandmother, with everybody. And, We'll eat. Mm-hmm. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Little manja, little gifts, mm. little you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So, we're, so we're looking forward to that. But no, circling back, uh, you forge ahead and you make your own traditions mm. and compromise. Compromise. It's the ugliest word in the world, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Hate it. But it is what it is. We signed. Yep. We signed on for this battle. That's right. Yep. We did. Anything else I can help you with? No. All right. Can you fix me, Josh? You have graduated therapy, Michael. Congratulations. (laughs) Woo! Yes. Run out the door quickly. (laughs) All right. Let's do some things. This week, I don't have a sex thing. Oh. I know. Everybody just switched off the yeah, podcast. Everyone did. Right there. Like, <laughs> just lost all of our Fuck listeners. This shit, I'm that out. was quick. I'm out. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about something that, uh, in my per, as far as personal life is concerned, that I'm always questioning if this is a thing. Okay. It came, it came up this week, but this is something that's been going on. We're going to talk about underwear. Yes. All right. All right. Let's talk about underwear. So let's start off with Mike. Uh, what kind of underwear do you wear? Boxer briefs. I am the same thing. I am mm-hmm. boxer briefs. I, I like a little bit of freedom. Yes. But not anarchy. That's right. Right? Freedom and support. And support. Yes. Thank you very much. So as far as the laundry situation in your house, mm-hmm. who does what with the laundry? My wife uh, does most of the laundry. I'll do some loads here and there. It, uh, my daughter does her own laundry. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, where she's she's taking up, she's starting to take a role. It's good. That's great. Yeah. That's great. You go from that to the sweatshop, and that's hey, right. I, I, no dude, money. Mm. Look, she's gonna be doing side work this summer. I got news for you. She's gonna be painting painting them houses. Fucking a, buddy. Get them to work quick. That's right. You have to start fucking earning. So in my house, basically, I do my laundry. Okay. That's kind of how it's been set up. She mm-hmm. she does her, you know her laundry and the little. The little ones, but I keep my shit kind of mm. separate. Sometimes I'm not very good about keeping up on it. Mm-hmm. And then we run into some logistical issues. Ah. So do you have that one pair of underwear that you probably should have thrown away, but you haven't yet? So yeah, I have several pairs that are getting a little ragged. Yes. Mm. I wear the I wear them out. 
Oh, no. I, I do. Yeah. I'll wear them sons of bitches till it turns right. into a loincloth. Yep. I have, it, it'll be, uh, my wife will come up. <laughs> so I'd be like, you're really wearing these? They're worn out. They're, <laughs> they're, there's like holes in different spots in them from just wearing, you know, between the thighs. You know what I mean? Happens. Well, you know? baby, who's going to know? Exactly. I mean, Look, let's be real. They still keep me from chafing. That's, that's the whole that's, thing. That's the whole point. Yep. That's the whole point. They're clean. I have multiple <laughs> brands of underwear at this point. I, mm. I have my my favorites mm-hmm. that are the newest, that are the best, mm. and then I have the next row of they're good, but they're getting mm-hmm. along in the years. And then I've got this other your emergency supply. No, no, no. no. <laughs> these these are the actually really new ones, but they don't have the P flap in them. What? So I save those for last. That's right. You're a through the through the fence through the guy. fence kind of guy. Okay, Fucking crazy. And then at the end, at the very back, I have a, a pair. It's a little holy, little 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 busted uh, up. I probably should have thrown them away a while ago, but they, they still do the, the job. That's the emergency reserve. There, the, those are the ones that say, "Hey, Josh, it's time to do fucking laundry." Yes. <laughs> However, there have been times. There has been a few moments. Not mm. many. Not many. Mm-hmm. But a few where I've gotten to the emergency pair and didn't get laundry done. So then you did. There are choices that need to be made at that point. That's game time decision. Yes. Okay. Do you go free ball or do you recycle? I free ball. I I don't think there's much wrong with recycling sparingly, but I am a free ball kind of guy. Hmm. Um, it's not super comfortable, but it'll definitely get me because I only wear jeans. But it'll definitely get, definitely get me to do my laundry. <laughs> uh, it's a motivating factor. I will hunt down the least foul pair of underwear, <laughs> yeah. and, and I never go past a day. Yeah, never go past a day. Yeah. I'll stay up till fucking two in the morning doing laundry if I oh, have yeah. to, because I don't want to go any more. You know, past mm-hmm. that. There has been judgment on me. Mm. for doing that at times mm-hmm. reason I bring it up. It happened last week and I, ah. I just fucking, I didn't get my laundry done. And cause I, I can't go commando. I can't yeah. do it. it. Cause I wear jeans a lot too. Mm-hmm. That shit don't feel right. It doesn't feel right. No, no I agree with no. that. And I can't believe you do it because you're actually out working physically sometimes. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of walking and a lot of moving. There is. I can't imagine how chafed your shit gets. But key is you wear your tightest pair of jeans that day. That's what it is. You go for the old pair that you haven't worn for a long time because you've outgrown them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's the ones you wear. They hold shit in place. Oh, God. <laughs> I, no, I couldn't I couldn't do it because, yeah, cha- yeah, just chafe factor. And then there's also the zipper factor. There's the fear. Yeah. The fear. The fear. You know yeah. the fear. I do know the fear, especially yeah, when you're free balling, that fear is more real than it's, it's ever it's been. It's fucking real because there is no protection between the zipper and... And your dick. There is nothing. There's no yeah. layer. There's, there's, the, the, the force field is down. Is, so with uh, Lucky Brand jeans, I highly recommend them. They're a little flat behind the zipper. Extends a little further than the normal normal ones. Does it? It gives a little extra protection. And those jeans are fucking badass. They're nice. Okay. But Costco carries them sometimes. The only time I buy them is if you go to the Lucky Brand store to buy them, they're fucking expensive. So, well, I'm sorry, what, Lucky Brand is the name Lucky of it? Lucky Brand, yes. In <clears throat> fact, I, I can't. no, these are Levi's. <laughs> Inside of the flap, the big extent, the flap, it says Lucky You. 
right down the flap when oh, you unzip nice. them. Yeah. That's very sweet. <laughs> right? But they're, uh, they're super durable, more durable than Levi's are now. Levi's have gone down in quality. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't buy Levi's anymore. But, I, they're too expensive and they're mm, shit. I get them and at Costco. I, I buy Old Navy. Yeah. Old Navy has some very good jeans. They're, I, yeah. They fit. I mean, you know, I, I'm not, I don't have an ass, so I ain't trying to show one off. Hey, and same here. I just need some room in the balls. That's, That's all yeah. I'm after, you know? No, yeah. uh, I, uh, yeah, check out Costco sometimes because they have some good deals on jeans. Okay. They do. All right. Don't um, buy the Costco brand jeans, though. No, no Kirkland. Especially no Kirkland. The Kirkland jeans, nope. I made that mistake once. I was like, oh, these are fucking, they were like fucking eight bucks for a pair of jeans. I was like, fuck yes, I'm fucking down because I go through jeans. I wear through fucking jeans. Of course. Jeans. You're, you're, you do a lot of manual labor. Yeah. And, uh, I don't have an ass. They make it look like I have a big saggy ass. That's what they make it look like. <laughs> They're the I I don't usually give a shit what jeans make me look like. They're jeans. They look like jeans. Holy shit, man! Je- I fucking saw my reflection. I was like, oh god, what the fuck? Well, these are my garage jeans. These are gonna be used for working on the car. We, we ain't going out in public. Maybe maybe to the corner store we'll yeah, wear those exactly, or, or the pajama bottoms. I don't know what, <laughs> but I can't go out unless I'm wearing jeans. I have to wear jeans. Oh. Yeah, I'm there. Mm. Okay, if it's if it's late at night and I've got to run to the corner store, I'll wear sweats. Maybe uh-huh. I'll wear sweat bottoms, but not often. I, you can ask my wife. I will go change. I will. I have to wear jeans to leave the house. I understand. Unless it's really hot, then I'll wear shorts. But, I understand. You know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, shorts. Shorts are allowed. And, yes. And not, I agree. Not jean shorts, right? Not anymore. I'm not allowed to have oh, jean shorts anymore. No, you shouldn't. Be. That's no, 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 she won't no. Let me. You should not be wearing jean shorts. <laughs> That's it, what I'm told. She, she and I are in full agreement on that. <laughs> I won't do it. But I also get shit for wearing the uh, the cargo shorts. Those are just convenient. Look, I, cargo it, shorts are fucking brilliant. There's they're util they're utilitarian, yes. and I want them, dude. I love them because I can put my wallet in the side pocket. Yeah, that's so much better than the ass pocket. Yep, wallet yep. in the side, smokes in the other side. That's right. Yes. They're they're fucking amazing, like, and you yeah. know shit's not going to get crushed in them. Exactly. But mm. apparently that's a source of ridicule. So mm. whatever, fuck yeah, all y'all. Fuck it. I'm a dad, and I'm that's 40, right. I'm 42. I Wearing don't care. New balances, and we ain't there yet, fella. <laughs> nope, won't be doing that. Right. No Skechers, no New Balance. It's it's a D die or it's uh, it's a Nike. That's mm. that's about it. Oh, good for you. Or some off brand dress shoes, but yeah. So that's a. Uh, I guess a thing with me that I will wear mm. dirty underwear. And you're catching some shame for it. I, I yes, mm. uh, occasionally, but okay. I, I don't feel like I'm the only I, person out there that does you, that. You, there's no way you are. I look, I've done it before, but I for, personally, I'd rather go free balling just because I sweat a lot during the day. That makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. For, and that's my thing is my, yeah. my, my Tony's get stinky. Right. And so just, just sweat. And I, so I know how to wipe my ass. Yeah. Same here. Oh, I'm a so thorough kind of guy. I, yeah. and, and that's what I'm looking. Hey man, we have kids, we have wipies, packages of wipies fucking Dude, everywhere. Wet wipes are, are the, the great. Greatest, greatest thing, ever. thing ever invented. Greatest thing yeah. ever. Mm. And we not feel I, fresh and clean. I, I I always have. That's what I get at Costco. I get the fucking huge box mm-hmm. with twenty packages of wipes in them. Mm. You have to have them. I don't care if you have kids or not. Fucking get them. They will you know, change your life. Oh, absolutely. Change your life. You will feel fresh and yeah. Uh, every, every every day. But no, I I will occasionally if if I forget to do the laundry. Yep, I'll throw a dirty pair of underwear mm. on. Okay. So, but I know I'm not alone. You're not alone. I'm sure there are listeners. At least two of them <laughs> probably do the same thing. 
Reach out to us. Let us know. That's right. I want to know. Josh I'm, needs your support. I man. need some fucking validation here that I am not a freak. Okay. <laughs> I am not a freak. Uh, well. <laughs> What's your thing, Michael? Okay. <clears throat> so. Uh, I made the mistake of pushing, putting myself a corner with pronunciation again tonight. So I was very confident. Uh, after some Bushmills, I am much, much less confident. So we're going to do another history lesson tonight. Oh, here we go. All right. This one is, has to do with pirates. Arr! Particularly the uh, most successful female pirate. Uh, I want to talk about Ching Shi, also known as Zheng Yisao. Okay. All right. All right. All so right. she was born in Xinhui, Guangdong, King China. The King with a Q, by the way. Um, in well seven, done. 1775. Uh, from uh, humble origins, the story goes that she worked as a prostitute on a floating brothel, which is a ingenious invention. That's a thing. Yes. Um, in 1801, the brothel was raided by the famed pirate commander of the Red Flag Fleet, or also known as the Guangdong Pirate Confederation, uh, Zheng Yi. Zheng Yi was uh, struck with her beauty and decided to take her as a bride. Ching She agreed to the marriage, granted only if she received equal partnership in the fleet and 50% of the take. So right there, you know she's a bad bitch because she's fucking setting stakes. So she gets uh, equal control of the fleet and all that. Uh, they were married that year. And uh, by 1807, uh, Zen Yi was uh, killed during the uh, Tay Son Rebellion in Vietnam. So she, she then took full control of the fleet. Uh, she pillaged the south coast of China, taking over several towns and imposing taxes on others. Under She's rule, the fleet would sink 63 Chinese government ships. Her, her fleet totaled 400 junks, which are a type of Chinese sailing ship, and between 40,000 and 60,000 pirates. God damn, dude, that's a fucking, that's a Navy right that's there. Huge. That is, that's a fucking military yeah, that's force. That's a fucking, yeah. So wow. the uh, Guangdong Pirate Confederation, or uh, Red Flag Fleet, under her control became so notorious that Portuguese and British navies would go out of their ways to stay out of her affairs. She uh, then ended up actually marrying her adopted son from her uh, from uh, her marriage, uh, Zhang Bao. Awkward. Yeah, a little weird, but you know, at different times, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tradition, I mean, tradition. She, she only had like 60, 40 to sixty thousand other pirates to choose from, but of course, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, in eighteen ten, uh, Ching She would actually negotiate a surrender with the king authorities. Uh, that but this surrender allowed her to retain a fleet of twenty four ships and over fourteen hundred pirates and all of her wealth. So she would spend the rest of her life enjoying a simpler life, not directly leading the pirates, but retaining all of her wealth until she passed away at the age of 68 in 1844. Well, God damn it. Good for her. No shit. Son of a bitch. Now, I'm sorry. When was this again? This is uh, uh, early 1800s, basically. Okay. So 1801 is when she uh, became a pirate, basically. Okay. And uh, died in, uh, or kind of within nine years, surrendered her huge, she so... Became a pirate in 1801 uh, and married that year. Five, Four years later, her husband dies. She assumes control of the Navy. And then uh, a few years later, she's built this na- th- this Navy, this uh, pirate fleet up to 400 ships, 40, 40 to 60,000 pirates. 
she basically surrenders so she doesn't have to run anymore and retains still some pirate uh some piracy uh you know like i said 1400 pirates and 24 ships or whatever and gets to keep all of her money so i know what she surrendered really but <laughs> that's very interesting yeah. i mean um i i'm i've done a little bit of reading about the pirates and mm. Not everything I know is from a Johnny Depp movie, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know enough to really speak with any accuracy on this. I feel like, was this, I'm, I'm trying to get the dates in my fucking head because you're saying around 1800s. Yes. Where was the rest of the world at that point? With what, what God, what was the fucking name of, of the, the privateers? The, the, oh, the, the, uh, um, shit. Um, something tea company, God, the, uh, India, East India East trading India company. Trade thank company. you. Yes. Thank you. The, the, yes. By that point they were done, right? I believe they were done by, by the 1800s. Okay. Cause I feel yes. like, yeah, I feel like they're, 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 uh, you know, their era of supremacy was around the 1700s. Yes. In that area. Yeah. But again, I don't remember. I haven't done a lot of reading, so don't, I think, I think you're yeah. right on that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. So that, wow, that's uh, that's some Godfather level shit on the high yeah. seas. No shit, fucking huh. crazy. But yeah, she uh, she definitely got got everything she wanted in life. And in ten years, switching your career from working on a brothel to being one of the wealthiest people in your country, a brothel barge. Which brothel bar- I must say, dude, I'm some business opportunities are popping into my <laughs> head right now. I got to tell you. I feel like we could make that work. Yes, sir. Uh, well, except for the part where you're on, uh, f- you know, federal waters at that point when you're out in the uh, out in the uh, international. The, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, federal. It, no, you're not international. You're on, you're you're under federal authority when you're out on the waters. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I, I know. I'm, yeah, spe- I'm, no, spe- you're I'm right. speaking specifically from experience. Yes. You get yes. to international waters, you'd have to go way, 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 way. I, I'll give I'll give you an example. So if you are, let's say you're you're in Portland, right? Mm-hmm. And you, of course, Oregon, smoke some weed. You can do that, mm-hmm. right? If you get on a party boat, the second you are out on the water, mm-hmm. you are subject to federal regulations at that mm-hmm. point. So if you get caught with the weed on the boat, you can be arrested and you can mm-hmm. be fined with federal charges. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. Are, is, it, is, is anybody awake yet? Are they, are, they, are they still awake? But Well, awesome. We need yeah. to make her the uh, patron saint of the MFP. We love her spirit. Yes. And you know what? If you want to talk about, you know, people always say pirate hooker or whatever, that's the most successful female pirate ever, and she was a prostitute. So the, the, that pirate hooker fucks shit up. Yeah, it's a compliment. All I right. would say, God Res- damn, respect, respect. Well, with respect in mind, I need a fucking break. So, what do you think? I think that's a great idea. All right, excellent. We'll be back. back bushmills treating us well very well it reminds me of a story Ooh, i like stories yeah i know people want to get to kids corner and they're like god damn it josh shut the fuck up i don't <laughs> care i uh when i was a kid well when i say kid high school era age 
my father lived in London mm. for about six years, so I got to go visit him. And I remember one trip, he uh, shoved a bottle of Bushmills into my suitcase and said, mm. oh, take that back with you. I'm thinking, oh, fuck yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm bringing back good <laughs> Irish whiskey that can be bought in the United States. But anyways, <laughs> I was very excited by that. And of course, I brought it back. And, you know, one night I go to a party and, you know, meet up with some friends and, you know, we, I get, oh, look at what I got. I got some Irish whiskey from from the UK, <laughs> from Britain. <laughs> Let that sink in. Yeah. And we pop it open. We all pour ourselves a drink of it. And, of course, you're doing shots because you're teenagers and mm-hmm. you're going to do shots. So we're shooting good sipping whiskey. Oh, the t- and of course, you know, we shoot it and every single one of us is like, oh my God, this is terrible. Oh, 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 this is what whiskey tastes like. Because at that point, what was our palate? Jack Daniels and maybe some Jim Beam on, on a good night with some Jim Beam. So I, I always, uh, I always laugh at that because mm. I had an aversion to Bushmills for many, many years no just because of that, just because of that. And then. Once I started drinking more Irish whiskey, I, you know, somebody brought Bushmills and I'm like, well, okay, I'll, I'll try. Mm. I'm like, oh, this is very pleasant. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my story. I like that one. Let's fucking go to the corner. Daddy, I don't like Star Wars. Avengers are boring. Welcome to the Kids Corner. Well, as we said at the top of the show, we are doing our first R-rated film in the Kids Corner. And this meets the criteria to be in the Kids Corner because it's a fucking cartoon. That's right. It's an animated movie. (laughs) We needed a palate cleanser because after finding Ohana and whatever the fuck (laughs) else we did, Prior to that, it was mostly finding Ohana because I I, yeah. I need a palate cleanser. I, I just do. That movie was so bad. Only zero star rating. <laughs> Only zero star rating in the history of the show. But uh, so Injustice uh, animated film released twenty twenty one rated R runtime one hour eighteen minutes synopsis on an alternate Earth the Joker tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane which causes a rampage in the hero. Superman decides to take control of Earth. Batman and his allies will have to attempt to stop him. Mm. So, of course, this is based on the Injustice video game and comic series Mm. that went along with it. Cast, Justin Hartley as Superman. Licking my fingers, flipping the page. Anson Mount as Batman. Laura Bailey as Lois Lane. Zach Callison as Damian Wayne. Brian T. Delany as Green Lantern, Brandon Michael Hall as Cyborg, Andrew Morgado as Mirror Master, Edwin Hodge as Mr. Terrific slash Killer Croc, Oliver Hudson as Plastic Man, Gillian, God, Gillian Jacobs as Harley Quinn, Yuri Lowenthal as Mirror Master, Flash Shazam, Derek Phillips, Nightwing, Deadwing, Aquaman, Kevin Pollack as the Joker. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anika Nani Rose as Catwoman. Reed Scott as Green Arrow. Farron Tahir as Raish Al Ghul. Fred Tatascori, very famous man in the animated world. He, he does voices that you would never expect, but he's he's done a lot of them. Mm. He's the Hulk in the Avengers oh. cartoons. 
he does a lot of a lot of work. Uh, he was Captain Adam in this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Janet Vardy was uh, Wonder Woman. It's written by Ernie Altbacker, based on the comic by Tom Taylor and Ian Rogers. Directed by Matt Peters, who basically has done a bunch of mm-hmm. Lego DC stuff and and whatnot. Rotten Tomato score, critic score sixty percent, audience score forty one percent. All right, so. I hate the game. Hate it. Mm-hmm. It's a fighting game. Mm-hmm. It's a Mortal Kombat style Mortal game. Kombat. Yes. I don't play those games. Mm-hmm. Hate them. So what do I do? I go on YouTube and I watch the story mode. Mm. Great story. Mm-hmm. Wonderful story. Now, the companion comic series that went with it. This was mm. a digital comic series that for the first game ran for about six years damn and it had it was all of the backstory stuff that basically started when superman killed the joker Mm -hmm. and ran all the way up to the beginning of the game Mm. and i know that in the game he kills the joker in that but it's that whole storyline that takes place between there as far as injustice 2 was concerned because there's been two games Mm. Uh, there was a, uh, also a, a digital comic series about that. It only ran, God, I think for about a year or two years, mm. and uh, you know filled in the gap between it, the both games. Mm-hmm. I love these comics. Mm. I love them. They are they use so many different characters that you would not expect. They tell stories that you would not expect because it's an alternate world, all, all, alternate timeline, mm-hmm. everything else. This movie had a big job to do mm-hmm. because they had to condense a lot of different storylines, a lot of plot lines in there, mm. and they had to fit it in an hour and 18 minutes. <laughs> I thought they were successful. Okay. I enjoyed it. I think it's a four out of five. I watched it twice mm-hmm. because I, n- not just for notes purposes, but because I dug it. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed some of the decisions that they made. I understand some of the sacrifices they had to make mm-hmm. because of the time. I mean, they really had a very it's, short it's, frame of time. Yes. Um, my And my chief complaint is that we could have done a two-hour thing on this. Yes. And it would have worked. Yeah. So, anyways, that's, that's my initial score. Michael? Okay. So, uh, I haven't seen many of the animated uh, movies as far as, as, far as uh, DC goes. Um, I I fucking love this. I thought it was cool as shit. I was I was up for. It. I gave it a four four to five as well. Um, you know the the one issue I had with it, and I think it has to do with time constraints and stuff like that. Is the ending didn't feel like an ending. Ah, very astute, young mm. lad. Very astute. That was the biggest changes from the as far as the comics and the game went mm. were in the ending of this. Okay. Here's the deal. The animated portion, the animated department of DC Mm. has always been top notch. Mm. They have done amazing work. Why they can't translate that into movies, I have no (laughs) fucking idea. But Warner Animation, they are on their A fucking game every Mm. time. Now, recently, within the past couple of years they kind of reset the timeline mm-hmm. as far as the the different mo- animated movies were concerned. They had a very consistent thing going for several years. Mm. And they they kind of reached an end point of that and they they've done several films since then 
that are not tied into that particular continuity. Mm. They have not been great. Okay. They've been kind of, in my opinion, a little pretty mediocre. Mm. This is the first film in that new, with this new animation group, new producers, everything Mm. else that I genuinely enjoyed watching. Mm. The previous ones, again, not, not great. Not great. So, but this is D, this has always been DC's as far as their 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 comic properties are concerned this has always been their strong suit mm. their animated movies are second to none marvel tried mm. and failed miserably mm-hmm. with these the cartoon series are good but mm. whenever they try to do animated films the only good one that i ever watched they did one for doctor strange before the doctor strange movie ever came out mm. and it was a very cool story very well done okay um, but that uh, DC is oh, this has always been their 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 milieu. This has been mm. their lane. They kick the shit out of Marvel on these. Mm. And again, I don't know why they can't just have these fucking writers go do the movies. But I, <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't work for Warner Brothers. But we start you know the start of this film. Um, can you imagine being Superman Holy and shit. waking up in the morning and you hear everything? Mm. Mind-blowing. Having to do that. I love that they did that. I Mm -hmm. love that they kind of show that aspect that he wakes up in the morning, he sits up, and he listens. Yep, and here's banks being robbed and all sorts of shit going on everywhere. And he has to decide, what am I going to go do today? Mm -hmm. Because there's plenty of work for me to do, but I can't be everywhere (laughs) at once. Also, you know, part of that, he is the greatest pregnancy test ever. No shit. Right? God damn. Right? Hey, you're early enough. I can push you down the stairs, right? (laughs) You don't even know you're pregnant. I can I can take care of this right now. But this is a torturous setup. Oh my god! Because you knew what was coming, mm-hmm. and you're just sitting there, and and they built that so well. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm like, oh god, we know what's gonna happen here. Mm-hmm. This is this is fucking terrible. One thing I hate about the injustice games are what they do with the costumes. Oh yeah. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Superman does not need shoulder pads, everybody. <laughs> uh, he doesn't need body armor. Batman, I don't know how he can walk in that outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single one of them, even the Flash, is all armored up all in, the, in, in these games. Yep. And I, it, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Just go with the simple costumes, established costumes. It would have been fine. But I understand it's a video game. Mm-hmm. We got to make them look fucking awesome and edgy mm-hmm. and, and cool and everything else. But, you know, whatever. Here's a, here's something that that led to this not being a five out of five. The animation in this sucks. It was choppy. It was really bad animation. Yeah. Why did everybody have black lines on their knuckles? In that this was movie? weird. The weird like knuckle shadow looking thing. Very. That threw me off a bunch lazy. of lazy. Yeah. And that is one thing I have noticed since they kind of reset everything. Mm. The animation in every one of these movies have been terrible. Mm. Okay. And that's an area they need to fucking work on. They mm. need to get back to, to what worked because everything prior to um, Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War, that's mm. where all all of the previous stuff kind of tied up and, and ended at that point. And mm. then they, they kind of, they, they did a reboot and now we're into new stories and new everything else. But mm. they... They knew their shit. They they had good animators on it, and this this looked bad. Mm. It was not good. The dark lines on the fucking jaw uh-huh. and everything else. It's like, are you wearing paint on your face? <laughs> it just it didn't make any sense. 
Uh, we set the tone quickly with this as far as, hello, this is an R. Jimmy Olsen gets his fucking Dude. brains blown out. Holy fuck. Right? Yeah, that was heavy just right away. Talking I was like, oh, shit. Announcing your presence with a Thorita. They killed Jimmy. They fucking killed Jimmy. Like, the, immediately. <laughs> yes, and not and not in a nice way either. No, they, not they, ceremoniously or nothing. Just, nope. they, bam. They didn't fuck around. I mean, Jesus Christ. Scarecrow and the Flash were dead within the first 10 minutes. No shit. Yes. And what I thought was funny is they didn't follow up on the Flash's death at all. Nobody no, said a fucking word about it. They did him fucking it. dirty. They did him dirty as shit. <laughs> You know, I know that Lois died in space, but I mean, let's be honest from a physics standpoint, the second he punched her out of the submarine, she was dead. she's dead at that point, uh, yeah, right? She, okay. I'm not the I'm only impressed one. impressed she stayed in one piece. <laughs> Would have been but, funny once he figured his shit out. It's just a blob of flesh in space. Oops. What did I do? I mean, she could, I mean, she's done it with him, I guess. Maybe she's, you know. <laughs> Vagina of steel, my friends. I don't know how he does it. See mall rats, everybody. It's yes. worth it. <laughs> yes. But this is what I love about these alternate realities. Look, I, I love a good continuity as much as the next person, but mm-hmm. we, we are talking about decades upon decades of continuity in these mm-hmm. comic books they've been rebooted the universes get rebooted mm-hmm. all of these things and what's great with with comics is we have something called the multiverse mm. and dc plays very heavily into that yep marvel's starting to get back into it they stopped for a long time because they're like no we're going to tell one story one timeline mm-hmm. everything else we might have one alternative but that's it. DC has always played in the in this sandbox. Mm-hmm. So when they tell stories like this, it's like, this is great because we get to see kind of the more realistic things of what would happen if, you know, one of these heroes did one thing or the other. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that Batman is sitting there talking to the Joker after the all, all the shenanigans happen. Yep. And the Joker's like, look, dude, I got tired of losing against yes. you. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> So I went after a much softer mark, and guess what? I beat his ass mm-hmm. first go around. And but but that's a testament to how good Batman is. Yes, absolutely. I thought that was awesome. I that was a good way to lay that in. I, I thought lo- I'd put it play the game on easy mode. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And in one hundred percent. And that's you know people. Oh, Batman doesn't have powers. Well, yeah, he's got a lot more than mm-hmm. that going on. We see the big blue Boy Scout couldn't hang for one round Mm-mm. that's right and his shit got fucked up mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's pretty bad this whole thing reminds me of especially after lois is killed and and superman you know kind of has this break from reality mm. it reminds me of the uh the old the alan moore story uh, called uh, killing joke yeah okay you yeah know, I'm, i know it you I'm, know killing mm-hmm. joke they did a horrible animated adaptation of mm-hmm. it where Batgirl actually fucks Batman. It's just <laughs> fucking weird. Anyways, Joker, <laughs> jo- the Joker in that kidnaps Commissioner Gordon, and he wants to prove a point that, look, it only takes one bad day for a person to completely fucking flip. Mm-hmm. And in that comic, that didn't happen. James Gordon survived, mm-hmm. despite the fact that his daughter fucked Batman. And, oh, yeah, and she got her spine blown out. Hmm. But in this, Superman is no different. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he has amazing powers and he's an alien from another planet, blah, blah, blah. All it took was one bad day. 
Mm-hmm. And here we now we have a storyline of Superman fucking shit up. The big, you know, kind of, I don't know, dichotomy between Marvel and DC as far as this whole killing thing is is concerned. Yeah, Marvel, they don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, you try not to, but you just watch the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. How many henchmen end up dead? Oh. All of them. Just, just, uh, <laughs> just watch the Avengers alone when they're trying to fix the helicarrier. Mm-hmm. Captain America kills like four guys mm-hmm. right off the bat. And you're sitting there going, this makes sense. And it was always my biggest bitch about DC was, oh, we have this strict no killing rule. Despite the fact that how many people die as a result of it or that it's, it's, it, it makes sense. It's justified. They're just sleeping. <laughs> There's just <laughs> you're not wrong, sir. They're, They're just tuckered he's, out. He's just so tired. He's all tuckered <laughs> out. That actually, that that thing from Free Guy, yeah, that was a a, a uh, it wasn't funny or die. It was yeah, uh, college college humor. humor yes, one. The, the Batman, thing. the bat with Pete he's Holmes. All tuckered out with, yeah. Pat, with yep. Pete Holmes. That was. <laughs> They stole that from that. Yes, that was fantastic. I yeah, love those, yes. man. It's so good. They are the best. They are the best. But he just killed that guy. <laughs> no, no, he's just sleeping. He's so tired. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, those are so good. But yeah, I mean, that's that's always been kind of the 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 issue I've always had with DC and and their characters. It's mm. like, but it's okay if oh Lex Luthor had a spaceship that tried to kill people and oh no it's falling into the earth and on mm. fire i didn't it's like what they say in batman begins you know i'm not going to kill you but i don't have to save you what's the fucking difference yeah is there a difference here yeah no there's, there's not there's none no. there's none so dc always hides behind that and it kind of drives me a little bit crazy mm. harley great in this yeah um I am very used to to Kaylee Cuoco. That's who I was expecting. Doing it, this, honestly. yeah, or um, Tara Strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much used to them doing doing Harley or what? God, I'm forgetting her name from the animated series, and I'm gonna fucking kick my own ass on this. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it was inter- having a new person do it. Yeah, I I I, I, I wasn't yeah. unhappy with no, that. She she did great. Uh, you know, but Harley, you know, hitting Green Arrow with the squeaky mallet and the balls—fucking amazing! That was funny. <laughs> that was super funny. I got a question for you, and this is probably an ethical, moral dilemma. Everything else, would it be so bad if Superman took away all the weapons in the world? So, yeah, that's that's a tough one because I I, I want to say. No, but at the same time, we're talking about the pol- whole police state thing, right? And th- there, there's there's the fact that, you know, like like you said, well, then they can come after me with sticks or whatever, right? People will improvise. People will adapt. But you can kill a lot less people with a stick than That's you can with a gun. That's very accurate. And I, and I do agree with that wholeheartedly. And I, and I think it, instead of him attempting to impose this is how we should live, mm. It would be just like that. In my mind, it's a situation where he just takes all the guns and that's it. He can do it. Good luck, everybody. Yep. Make it all go away. These and again, this is what I love about these type of of morality stories Mm. is that it makes you ask that question. This is when comics are the most effective Mm. when they tell stories that make you ask questions. Mm -hmm. 
I know a lot of people look at, oh, they're just, it's the funny pages, and oh, it's just a fucking comic. Oh, no, no, no. They've always been social commentary. They can get deep, yeah. even all, all the way back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just look at the X-Men. Mm-hmm. They were asking deep very. questions back then. They just had to be very... Discreet. <laughs> very discreet about them. But also, the other thing I asked, you know, what's wrong with calling the Arrow Cave the Quiver? <laughs> That was awesome. That was pretty neat. That was fantastic. Like, that is better. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the quiver. <laughs> it's a, that, that's that's they had Green Arrow down yes. perfectly in this. That that is uh, that is Ollie Queen, you know, completely. Mm. It was fun to watch the team divide and, yes. and to see which camps they went into. Yeah. They did a very effective job with this. They really did. So. Again, with the limited time they had, they did very good. And they kept very comic game a- accurate with a lot of this stuff. Mm. The people that, you know, that did jump off, you know, and the comic was concerned, you know, it was Shazam, Green Lantern, mm-hmm. Raven, and Cyborg all joined the regime. regime oh, Superman. really? Yeah, all of them. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And they only that, did a, that, that makes some sense. They did, they did a couple of them in... in and there were some twists and turns yeah. as thing when things went on. So when we finally got the opportunity to have the entire cast of characters going through and, you know, we got to hear everybody and everything else. Another detriment to this movie is the voice casting was garbage. Mm-hmm. Harley was fine. She was fine. I, like, I, I thought she did a good job. I, I thought Kevin Pollack did a good job as the Joker. And I never, yeah. I never fucking thought I'd say that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I was expecting them to, to bring Troy Baker back. Mm. I, I know Hamill is only going to show up every now and again. Yeah. It's only so many times you can get him in, but um, I, I thought Kevin Pollack did an okay job, mm. you know, with it. The rest was shit. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Justin Hartley was green arrow on Smallville. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anson Mount was Black Bolt on the Inhumans live action TV series that oh, was Jesus. out for a season. I think it was canceled after yeah. about the second episode. You know, that giant flop. It just didn't work. It mm-hmm. didn't work for me. Uh, it was it was distracting. It took me out of things. Mm. There are plenty, plenty of, of A-list uh, voice animators out there. And some backups for them that mm-hmm. can do these movies. Look, I love Mark Hamill. I love Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. But there are equally good people that can do oh, those things. Jason O'Mara is an amazing Batman. Mm-hmm. And he was Batman for many, many of these movies. And then they just threw him out like trash to, to mm-hmm. do their fucking reboot. As far as Joker is concerned, like I said, Troy Baker is great mm-hmm. as the Joker. They've used him many, many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't get Hamill. So, yeah, I, I think that that was kind of a misstep that they had as far as the uh, the casting was concerned. So this whole thing with Ma and Pa Kent or Pa Kent in general, mm-hmm. um, I don't know why they omitted Ma from there, because in the comics, she yeah. was there, too. Mm-hmm. Well, in this universe, apparently she's gone. I, I guess. Well, usually if, if, if there's a Kent family member that's died in any of these continuities mm-hmm. it's always paw that yeah. goes down that, that kind of threw me it a was a bit. it was an interesting choice yeah. on their part but uh yeah paw got fucked up oh yeah Dude, they beat did. his ass yeah they beat his ass like they, he'd fucking robbed a bank or something <laughs> that was that was rough 
And, and I, I thought it was an interesting addition to bring Mirror Master in. I love how they got the yes. convention out of him. That was great. That was cool. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm in the mirror. You can't get me. Oh, uh, Raven's behind you. Uh-huh. Have fun. That was cool. I was like, oh, it's Raven. Yes. Yes. And now we're going to crack crack the mirror a little bit. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> what and happens if I break this with you halfway out? Of, oh, yeah. That's that's cool. a hardcore fucking scene right there. It, it really is. He end up with that meeting between Batman and the president. And I, I don't remember what the exchange was, but mm. ultimately he said, look, man, nobody's going to look for your body on Saturn. Yes. Oh, that was so good. He's like, he gives he's like, you know how stupid that was. You, you fucking stupid. Really? <laughs> kidnapping his, kidnapping his dad. Yeah. Doing everything. Well, he doesn't dare do anything to me. Look, man, nobody, nobody's going to look for you on Saturn. Okay. <laughs> And at that moment, the press is like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't do that, would he? Oh, he's gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke bomb. <laughs> I, I don't know how Batman can do that with Superman. I just don't. That I, was crazy. I, yeah, I, I, I've always quite, because in the comics, he yeah. does it. And I was just like, ah. But Superman has that hearing and the, that sight and the, everything. The guy yeah. can hear the fetus of his child, unborn uh-huh. child, and his dead wife. So. Mm-hmm. One of the things I have to appreciate, and most people won't, uh, I love how much shade they throw at Calendar Man. Yes. Oh, that was so fucking funny. Oh, my God. They did it in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> and many people, I think some people missed it. But uh, I, I always appreciate whenever they throw shade at Calendar Man. That was so fucking funny. The disappointment look on his face. <laughs> Just so crushed. <laughs> But I'll give credit to them. The Arkham confrontation was 100% accurate to what what the comic and the and the game did. Mm. They had it dead on. Yeah. Everything you know from from uh, Superman flying through Solomon Grundy like he God was nothing. Damn. Holy and, shit! And uh, and to Damien throwing the uh, the baton at at, at Dick. Night, Nightwing that Dick's head and mm-hmm. killing him. Oh, I mean they God. they had that all it, it it was all down. You're sitting there though and you're going. Superman could kill every fucking one of these Arkham villains in like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it was nothing. And that's always the thing with, I, I know people have a problem with Superman is like, dude, he could fucking do all of this oh, yeah. in a second. His and whole thing is restraint. It is yes. restraint. And that's, and that comes up later it though. Does, it does. Which is fucking and cool. I was very impressed with them. Mm-hmm. The death of Nightwing. Uh, Again, we were expecting it because that, you know, happened mm-hmm. in the comics. I just love Batman just sitting there and, you know, oh, father, I'm so sorry. And Batman basically looks up and goes, fuck you. Yes. Go fuck yeah, yourself. You're beyond redemption. De- deuces, bitch. Yeah. You know, I'm out. I do love the fact that they had, you know, Bruce Wayne breaking down. Yeah. Catwoman oh, coming in. Awesome. I, I I enjoy that. You don't get to see that very often. Mm-mm. and And I think that. If Dick Grayson were ever killed in in the comic oh continuity, yeah. I think Batman would probably lose his fucking well, mind. Let's be real, Dick Grayson or Damien, who's his real boy there? You know what I mean? Damien's died already in yeah. the comics oh, once, well, and it was it was tough for him. But yeah, Dick but Grayson's his his boy, one hundred percent. As always has been, mm-hmm. he's been there from the beginning. Yeah, he would not take that well. Mm-hmm. We, we, we could see Injustice Batman at that point <laughs> where he starts killing everybody. And, and, you know, Dick ends up, doesn't go away. He becomes Dead Man. And again, that was in the comics. That was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was neat. It was unexpected. But this was something in the comics that came way down the fucking line. Yeah. This is where they did a very good job 
they tried to integrate as much they of the did. different storylines that were, that were in there. Mm. Without, so as someone who hasn't read those comics, I will say I felt like the Deadwing thing didn't go anywhere. It didn't. And it, yeah. it, it did. Yeah, it came back. It, it played a role. They they touched this. They, they kind of scratched the surface yeah. of it. Yeah, I could. You could tell they were trying to fit stuff in, but it was. It still was cool. I still thought it was fucking awesome. One huge uh, kind of d- divergence from the the comic and and this movie. Uh, Superman never teamed up with the League of Assassins and Ra's al Ghul. Never didn't happen. Yeah, I had a. Mm-hmm. And and I understand they had to shoehorn a bunch of shit into that mm. because that was a huge B plot, dude. Watch out for your microphone when you're drinking. I can't. I you're can't. you're even on water now, and you, you, you. There's a reason for everything, Josh. You have a you, you have a diaphragm sitting in front of your face. I don't understand. I'm just not used to a diaphragm. I, I, <laughs> I get it. We, it's the sponge usually. We, we all. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hey kids, look up a sponge. <laughs> Anyways, but yes, they. There was a lot of different shit with Rayshaw Ghoul in it, mm. and it had to do with him repopulating the wildlife of the world and, and all these endangered <laughs> species. They went super vegan in the in, mm. the in that in that aspect of things, and there was there was a lot of different plot involved. And this carried into the second Injustice series, mm. you know, off of that. But again, they're trying to get it in to there. get this to mm. fit in. And everything else, and they, they did all right. But I loved uh, the chess scene between Mr. Terrific and Superman. Yeah. He's sitting there talking, okay, well, you're going to take the guns. How about cigarettes? Yep. You're going to take those too? Mm-hmm. And kill more people? Yeah. Not about, uh, you know, car accidents. Yeah, yeah, and just playing through all of it, yeah. Right, and, and completely tearing down any mm-hmm. argument he could make at that point that was a great scene that's good writing mm-hmm. right there that was yeah so yeah very impressed the uh as far as harley's storyline is concerned this is another instance where they barely scratch the surface of mm. all of the what what harley ends up going through throughout the course of this series there's a romance with shazam that they don't go into really there is a she has a child what at one point I mean, they really, as far in the in the comic series, they spent a lot of time focusing on Harley, Green Arrow, Black Canary, and uh, whatever one I'm not talking about right now. But there's a lot of time mm. spent on their on their backstories, or, or not their backstories, but, but their their involvement mm. as far as this this whole universe is concerned. I hated that it wasn't in there. But again, they didn't have fucking time to do no. it. Yeah, you can't try and shoehorn everything. No, you gotta... they can't. They absolutely can't. So in the in the uh, the Fortress of Solitude, the whole scenario where they're trying to steal the Red Sun Ray and everything <laughs> else, and boy, that was a clusterfuck. Pa Kent is wounded in the comic. He is not killed. Oh. However, yes, Oliver Queen gets his fucking head blown off. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, he man. did they do he does kill oh. he straight up straight up kills him. And also, if I remember correctly, and listeners, please correct me if I'm wrong. Superman also breaks Batman's back during that whole interaction. Holy shit. Yeah, he fucks him up. 
God damn. So uh, the, I understand why they made the choice to take that particular thing mm. out because we had to get to a, a finale with uh, yeah, Batman involved with the time in, in some way, <laughs> you know, shape or form. The Atom. Holy fuck. That was gruesome. Dude. Was Holy not fuck. expecting that. <laughs> the fucking neurotoxin or whatever is like, well, uh, or whatever it was. He's like, chemo. this won't hurt you. It was chemo. He That's put right. Chemo medication. He's like, it. this won't hurt you. But <laughs> let's go fry this motherfucker. And boy, it they went, they boiled went, him alive. They went in full fucking gory detail at that point. Fuck. So the rave massacre, mm. that wasn't in the comics. What it, they did what they did because they couldn't bring Canary into this storyline in any way sh- at all. Mm. So in the comics, Black Black Canary fights Superman, mm. and she uses something augmented, and I can't remember if it was a Green Lantern ring or what the deal was. Anyways, he does kill her. Mm. Blows heat vision right through her stomach. Ooh. That is captured on live TV. Uh, and that's when people are like, oh, fuck. Gone off the reservation. Yes, yep. this guy's lost his shit, and we are so fucking screwed at this point. But then we get Plass, and I love Plass. Plass is my awesome. boy. <laughs> I love Plastic Man. He had an old cartoon series back in the day. Mm-hmm. He's the madman, always has been in the comics. Mm-hmm. I love that they brought him into this. That was cool. It was very cool. And we got to see kind of more of him as, as the line went on. So this Amazo thing with Raish, this did happen in the comics. Mm. He did. However, he unleashed Amazo on, on several other countries. Uh. A lot of death and destruction. A lot. I love how they put him in Smallville in this. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> fucking, he tested out in a small town. I was like. And put him in Smallville. Su- sure, fucking did. Superman, did you really think of that idea? Did you really think that through? Well, in case this doesn't work, let's put him at the place that's most precious to me. Mom, pa- <laughs> mom, par dead. It's fine. That's true. He's, o- he's over it at this point. <laughs> Just fuck up all the kids who are mean to me. Let's burn this fucking town to the ground. I could use my heat vision, but you know, whatever. But yeah, in the comics, uh, Raish does you know create or, or mm. you know. Y- fix a, an amazo android because there have been many of them mm. and uh, yes he goes on to destroy several cities countries i mean it, it's in the battle that ensues because of that involves a lot of different heroes this occurs it, it, if i remember correctly i'm sorry folks the comic tie-in to injustice 2 okay i know supergirl ends up ends up fighting him and it, it's it's great. Amazo's no bullshit. Mm-hmm. Can adapt to can adapt to anybody's powers. He's like Taskmaster, uh-huh. except except, u- the- except useful. <laughs> Does it have the memory? <laughs> Amazo can actually adapt to you know absorb superpowers. That's true. Yes. Yes. In, yep. Instead of ninja fighting and just copying moves, ninja and- fighting and, and and ninja fighting and being quiet. Yes. That's something they do share in common. They're both quiet and they, mm. you know, they don't end up talking. But uh, Hawkman and Cyborg, boy, they get fucked up. Damn. Dude, curb stomp on Hawkeye. Holy, or Hawkman. Hawkman, holy shit. Yes. And Cyborg just straight up gets his face pulled face off. ripped off. Holy I love shit. R-rated comic Dude, films. Dude, so good. Oh, oh yeah. 
DC, if you're Warner Brothers, if you're listening, please, I want more of these. Mm -hmm. Find the darkest fucking stories you can. Just check out Alan Moore's shit. You can you can pull anything from his catalog mm. and you can make it as dark as you want. <laughs> Stop having Batgirl fuck Batman, that's all I ask. <laughs> but yeah, no, that that was great. During that fight though, we're doing the intercutting between Amazo and, and the quote unquote Justice League at that point, fighting him, and then of course uh Raish and Damien fighting. Mm. Didn't make a lot of sense to me. Why would Dick jump into Damien? And they have that little struggle. Why not jump into Raish and just fucking hold him for a second so Damien can fucking cut his head off? Because he doesn't want him dead. Oh, whatever. Look. We don't kill him, DC. That's That's right. I don't. Well, could he just wound him? Well, but would he? Because at that point, Damien's going for blood. And and I will say in this, they had Damien down, that character down perfect. Damien is is always been that character that is flirted between two worlds Mm. as far as being an assassin and being Robin. Mm. And that is one of the things I liked about the game is like, yeah, Damien totally would have gone over to that side. Yeah. 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 Yes, father, we need to be killing these people. Uh No. (laughs) <laughs> I am the knight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that they with Amazo in that in that big fight. When in doubt, just pull him in half. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that was fucking cool and shit. Was, wasn't that? Awesome? I was so happy about that. That super brutal fight. I mean, they did it very well. There were stakes involved. Mm-hmm. Like characters died. died. Yes, yes. characters dying. You know. Sworn enemies at this point teaming up to, mm-hmm. to help stop them, and yeah, it it worked out very nicely. Drawn quarter yes. him, and then <laughs> yes, and and Plas coming in to save the day. So cool. It, they, they, it, for what time he had, he was he was so entertaining in mm-hmm. this. So if you're a Plastic Man fan, watch this fucking movie. They 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 gave him some love that he doesn't typically doesn't yet. get. Yep. Here was uh, a, another contradiction. Uh, Wonder Woman at no point in the comics or in the video game turns on Superman ever. Mm. She is right up his ass the entire time. No shit. His one of his most staunch supporters. Ride or die. Ride or die all the way. And I know she tried to get up on him, and you know she did. Super, Superman's like, uh, no time for love, Doctor Jones. It's too soon. It's too soon. Let <laughs> it's me, not you. Let me finish some shit, it's me. and, and uh, yeah, we'll I'll knock the bottom out of that Amazonian ass <laughs> because that's her character is that she's an Amazon, she's a warrior. Yeah, and in that culture, that's their thing. You don't mm-hmm. fucking take prisoners; you cut heads off. Mm-hmm. And this finally gave her that green light to go do that. So, of course, she's going to gravitate towards Superman and what he's doing Mm -hmm. and and not go on the Batman side. And I tell you what, I'm I'm circling back a little bit. Watching the Trinity break up was Mm. very sad to me. That's a hard one because that is well established in the comics. Those three set the tone for everything that happens in DC. They are the yes, they are have totally different frames of thought. They, they philosophically, they could not be more different. However, they always get together and they always try to figure things out. And that was one of the, the most heartbreaking things about this storyline, mm. the game, the comic and the movie in general is that bunk, we're done. The mm-hmm. whole thing is, is torn apart. Wonder woman buries her tongue up Superman's ass and Batman goes to mope and, and, beat up on wooden things by the way how did his gloves how was he bleeding through his gloves 
when he's punching that board. Hmm. I know I'm jumping around here, and I apologize, but these are things that make me Is he me wearing think. just wraps, or is he still no, wearing his gloves? No, he had his gauntlets he still had his on. gauntlets on? So how is blood going through that? Why is he bleeding? There's enough goddamn armor on those gloves to where it shouldn't matter. Maybe the wood was bleeding, Josh. He hit it so hard, he made the wood bleed. <laughs> That's right. Swear to me. <laughs> that makes sense. Thank you, Michael. Oh, that's You're perfect. Welcome. No, that's that's all I need as far as uh, an explanation. So they bring the Superman from the alternate Earth again, accurate to the game. Okay. Because that's the thing with the game is that all this shit has happened. They come. Members of the Earth Prime come mm. to this regime universe. Mm. And work together with the resistance in that regime universe to stop regime Superman. Oh, okay. So, yes, they put, and all, at the end of the first game, the Superman from Prime Earth actually does come over and beats his, beats regime Superman's ass. Mm. So, that, that was very much accurate, you know, mm. in this. Everything after that, kind of a, a little bit of a mess. Lucy Goosey, we well, need to wrap they, this movie they, up. Well, they had, they, <laughs> and again, they had to. They yeah. had, they had to tie it up, and it, and it turned into the fight. And so we're gonna get back to now the holding back thing. Yes. Holy shit. This has come up many times in the in the comics and in the. Uh, you know, just an animated series, everything mm -hmm. is the fact that Superman is always holding back. Yeah. 100%. The guy has to treat everything like it's an eggshell mm. when he opens a door, when he touches somebody, when he does any, does anything because the smallest amount of force, he could pop your head like a fucking zit. Mm -hmm. There's only been a couple of times where I've seen him go full hog mm. and, one of the greatest moments in the Justice League animated series, it was in the finale, the series finale of Justice League Unlimited. He looked at Darkseid and he said, you know, I've held back my entire life, but I know something with you, big boy, I don't have to. <laughs> and he whoops his monkey ass. That's awesome. Throughout the city. A lot of property damage. Think, mm. think Man of Steel, Superman versus Zod type shit. <laughs> a lot of people died. That's a cartoon. It's fine. Yeah. And then, of course, in this one, because mm -hmm. that's Superman from the alternate reality. He's not trying to kill him. Mm -hmm. Oh, this one is. And yep. he has no qualms about that. And that is always the interesting thing about Superman. Because if Superman did turn, Superman did lose his shit. He could fucking destroy the world. Oh, easily. Easily. Look, he can turn back time. Fuck off. <laughs> We're done with this conversation. Good night, everybody. Really enjoyed the episode. <laughs> Superman does not turn back time. It's all fucking propaganda. I, I believe that's canon. It's, propaga it's propaganda and it's fucking lies. It's in Not two movies. Fake news, motherfucker. <laughs> fake news. Cocksucker. I hate you. Mm. Ah, yes. But yes, we have this moral... Well, not moral dilemma, but yes, we have this real, you know, we, the realization, we, the realization of, of, yes, what if Superman just went off the mm -hmm. chain? Said, I don't care anymore. I'm not paying, yep. playing with kid gloves. I'm not walking on eggshells for any of you. I'm going to fuck you up. We're going to do some heat vision to the point where Smallville exploded. Next near Smallville. Exploded. Well, it just seemed like there was some type of nuclear cloud that yeah. occurred that killed all of them. But okay. Yeah. For the sake of argument, we'll say Smallville somehow survived. 
I, I love superhero fights. Yes. Hey, maybe we should take the guy out of the populated area and mm-hmm. then we'll get into a fight. That's right. Hey, the Sahara Desert's not too far away. Why don't we go have a throw down there? How, uh, Jesus Christ, how do, you, how do you gauge that shit? Mm. The, uh, the, the finisher that Superman put on the other Superman, mm. the regime Superman, that's directly from the game. Oh, yeah? That's, that is... Oh, is one, that his, one of his uh, finisher moves where he knocks somebody up? And, and they, that's right. And then yes. he boom, booms them back down. Mm-hmm. Again, thank you, YouTube. Watch the videos. Mm-hmm. N- don't want to play the game. I am not coordinated enough, especially with Mortal Kombat games, mm-hmm. to pull off the finishers. There's too much up, down, left, right, A, B, whatever fucking yeah, I, letters. Yeah, I play there. with my nephew, and I'm, I'm just amazed. that He's like, oh, yeah, you do this combo by doing this right. blah, 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 right. blah. I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'm going to remember that or be able to translate that to my hands. I'm sitting there butt, butt, <laughs> butt mash. mashing and really hoping that I score some hits and I win somehow. It's not pretty, but God damn it, I win sometimes. Like, Mortal Kombat trick. Low kick, low kick. Low kick, low kick. Right, <laughs> that was my strategy. Get him right in the corner. That's good. right. That's right. Get it. Push him all the way. That was my Street Fighter strategy yep. too. E Honda all yes. day. <laughs> he beats everybody. Just get him in the corner and palm strike low. That's right. <laughs> in the comics and in the games, more appropriately in the games. At the end of the first game, if you do everything right, mm. the good ending. Superman is beaten mm. and he is taken into custody. And yes, he is put into a cell that has, you know, red, red, red sun, sun bars, bars, keep, well, bar, just, it's, a, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a red think, sun prison. Think Magneto glass chamber, oh. but they put, they're piping in red sun rays Look, to the whole thing. microphone now, Josh. Boom, bitch. <laughs> Thank you. Bushmills sponsored by Bushmills. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So the second game, Brainiac attacks. Mm. So they got to pull him out because they need him okay. at that point. So there is some accuracy with the with the, the movie and them saying, we'll mm-hmm. pull you out when we need you type thing. So maybe they're setting up a sequel. I don't know. Mm. I kind of hope so. I'm looking forward to it. I would, I'd feel better about it if they did a sequel because the ending to that was just like, ah. Oh, God. Ah. God, you're right. You kind of, I beat the shit out of an alternate <laughs> Earth of me, but hey, this alternate Lois came out and yeah. I tried to hook up with her, but she said, fuck off. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, put me in jail. Oh, just kill me. Well, yeah, he's Look just it. like, I've seen the error of my ways. Uh, right. It was, it wasn't earned. Yeah. It's it, just like, uh, uh. <laughs> Lo- Lois with a bad haircut showed up and <laughs> she had a baby in, a, in there and I cried and you know she Kristen Stewart grimaced and pushed her <laughs> hair behind her ear I immediately knew the error of my ways that's right Superman learned nope sorry in the game he got his ass fucking beat down because he's the final final boss you gotta beat in the game mm. and yes he ends up in, the, in that and then the second game Yes, he gets released, and you have to, you know, at that mm. point, it's on. It's the fight against Brainiac and everything mm. else. Two endings to the second game. First ending, Superman, of course, once Brainiac is defeated, goes off the deep end again, and <laughs> Batman has to beat his ass down, and he mm. ends up back in the same cell. The other ending, the bad ending, Ooh. is that Superman beats Batman's ass and he and, and cor- basically assimilates all of Brain- Brainiac's technology. Brainiac. Brainiac. Brainiac's technology. 
And at the end of the game, Supergirl is in the kryptonite prison or the, the red sun prison. And Batman is under the control of Superman using the Brainiac technology. Holy shit. Yeah. It's very bleak. That's fucking bleak it's kind of, it's, it's kind of bleak as fuck. <laughs> so are they going to go this route? I don't know. Maybe mm. could be cool. Yeah. I, I feel mildly optimistic with this one. Cause I think they, they did a very, they did the best that they could with this, with what time that they had mm. and, and considering how much of a labyrinth the story is. Yes. In, in general, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was paced. Well, one of my biggest bitches about the previous films, mm. they're really slow in spots and uh. they're just boring. Nothing's mm. happening, but I'll say this. They got to up their game on the animation. Yeah. They've got to fucking do it. They need to do better voice casting. Quit being a bunch of prudish assholes and trying to be innovators and progressive mm-hmm. and everything else. Get the fucking people back who do the job well. Mm-hmm. Jason yeah. Omara can be Batman all day, every day. Look, I know Conroy is expensive, rightfully so, because mm-hmm. he's the man. But Jason Omara is Batman. Mm. We got a couple options with Superman. Mm. Get get the, get the right voice voice talent. Yeah, they didn't have it in this. Mm. But I'm down for a sequel. I hope that they get their shit together and do it right. But good, good start. Yes, good start. Great start. It was fun. I I had to. I, I went back and rewatched the entire story mode from. Yeah. All the games. I'm gonna have to do that. You yeah. should. Uh, there there is a, a, a another YouTube channel that basically does comic book summaries hmm. that will run you through the entire Injustice oh, six year cool. series. It's about three hours long. Damn. But they go, they'll go through and they do a very good job narrating the storyline. You actually get to see, you know, the, the comic, the different, you know, different comic panels and oh, everything cool. else. So you, you get to, it's not something I do while driving. Oh, okay. Yeah. I save that for other things that I can just quote unquote, <laughs> listen to. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a fascinating storyline that uh, yeah, there's a lot of different areas that they can mine out of this. So mm. I'm I'm down. Good job, boys and girls. Yes, proud of you. Big ups. You get a gold star. It was awesome. So next week, next week, next week. As we talked about at the opening of the show, there are some polls and some opinion pieces available. Here's your choices. For the movie review segment, Red Notice or Shang-Chi? Pick one of the two. In the kids' corner, got two choices. Clifford the Big Red Dog or Jungle Cruise? Get on there. Get on the Facebook page. I understand I set the fucking uh, the Twitter poll to where it's going to end probably, I think, the evening of when this episode gets released because ah. I don't know... Yeah, I fucked that up. Math is rough. Math is rough. But the (laughs) Facebook page is going to be on there. Please Mm. go on our Facebook page. We've had a lot of responses already, and I'm very grateful for that. Yes. But please, let your voice be heard. We will, I kind of promise, follow what your recommendations are. That's right. We'll see. So. Yeah, just check the Facebook page. Yeah. I'm not even going to throw out the other shit at this point. You know where we are on Twitter. You know where we are on Instagram. That's right. Just fucking go to the Facebook page or go to the Twitter poll if there's still time left when you listen to this episode. Yeah. And Or, uh, you know what? Just tweet tweet at Josh or the podcast. 
Whatever you want. DM me. Slide into my DMs. Slide into Josh's DMs. Oh, nice and nasty. It's gentle and it's it's nice and I love it. One thing I do know we will be talking about next week is uh, in the interim, the Disney Plus Day yes. is going to be happening. There's supposed to be a lot of shit that's coming out of that. Mm-hmm. So we whatever nuggets get popped out, uh, we'll definitely be discussing that next week. And then I'll give you a heads up week of uh, Thanksgiving. We will not have a new episode because, well, we just can't find the time in our schedule to do it. Yes. Our wife, <laughs> as we've talked about, our wives have loaded us up with all kinds of shit for Thanksgiving. Week, That's so, right. Holidays so. are busy. Holidays are busy. So, but yeah, next week you will get episode 43. Uh, the onus is on you, the mm. listeners, to decide what the fuck we're going to do. So mm-hmm. dig in there. Nonetheless, thank you very much for listening. On behalf of Mike and myself, we bid you adieu and say goodnight. Michael, say goodbye. Goodbye.